Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Kinda dipping sauce, twenty kinda dipping sauce. Don't settle for less than twenty kinda dipping sauce. But that's alright. I'm gonna check out in forty years. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I still want forty see, years. I shit, we'll see if I make forty. <laughs> what do you have to leave to anybody? Oh, oh, a bunch of toys. Yeah, and they will enjoy them. Whoever you leave them to. Exactly. I don't know who will want them. I gotta see if my niece becomes a toy collector. That'll happen. <laughs> uh, your younger brother will probably pick through what he wants. Nope. No? He don't care for Honk's toys. He's not a man. Honk's with the toys, he's huh? not a toy guy. Wow. That's kind of surprises me. Growing up with you, he's, he's not into I toys mean, at all. I mean, he likes him okay, but he's not... He's not... not our level. It. No. Not obsessive I mean, about it. He like, doesn't spend his days online buying toys, <laughs> which is what I do. Or as I call it, the spice of life. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I had the to go spice. through... Uh, I was telling Todd, I had to go through my uh, Digital River Good Times... To get my uh, the digital distribution channel for Mattel's. Yeah, toys. I had to get my my uh, subscription <laughs> all squared. God. Yes, it's called Digital River. It's the uh, <laughs> the guys that handle the subscriptions and everything, and uh, they neglected to tell me I my other subscription didn't go through, so I had to get that all squared away. Got it fixed though. Yeah, only, only seven years. Only seven years I've been buying tick toys with these things. Seven years of Mattel's cock up your ass. Uh, it's dude, and it's not. It shows no signs of stopping. <laughs> uh, although they've done a good job this year, I have to commend them. Are we recording? Yes. All right. So I have to commend them. Uh, Pixel Dan, who uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar. If any toy fans out there, yes, Pixel I've seen Dan. Him. Pixel Dan does good videos. And he does a ton of stuff about Masters. I actually met him briefly at uh, the first PowerCon. Uh, good dude. And um, he did a he put up the videos of Matty Palooza and all that stuff. They are putting out a subscription of Collector's Choice this year. So it'll be six figures, one every two months. So they're spreading it out. The prices are actually going down three bucks a figure, which is great. Well, yeah. And um, and then they got the Thundercats license, so there's going to be Thundercats figures coming from Matty Collector. But they look like He-Man figures. They're in, in their the style. Same, they're in the same scale. Okay, but they're not not exactly the same style. Have you okay. seen that Jackalman? I didn't see the Jackalman. I saw the Lion. The details. The Lion O is good, but again, it's not final. That's one of those things. It's yeah. not a final thing. But and the Jackalman's probably not final either. But the details on it just. Unbelievable, and that Mumra they got coming. Have you seen that? No. Oh, they had some 3D renderings. It just, it's not done. But man, I, I come back original immediately to this. But I want to welcome everybody to Geek Shock number two ninety five. I am Master Torgo. You're the famous part. It is Jeff, <laughs> Commander K. And we're here to talk weekend geek post Comic Con. We don't yeah. have Andy, yeah. So we'll uh, have the yeah. floor the report one of next us week. We went to Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. Besides uh, Professor, Professor Biggs. Biggs. Those Which two were cares. wiped by Sunday. <laughs> was, well, mean, all that sex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They just get together two once a year guys, and it's just like, yeah. lonely nerds go, passing my, in the night. Here's my chance. <laughs> get that sweet Andy Mouse. Strangers in the night. <laughs> exchanging <laughs> glances. Exchanging something. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, Mom and other thing is off. Yeah, uh, I have absolute faith in the Four Horsemen. I mean, even the figures that I'm like, eh, on the fence on, they always knock it out of the park. There's now, not one of those figures I have that I'm like, meh. When I go to a con and I see the toy prototypes, mm-hmm. 
What makes me sad is they make those larger versions as the, this is what it's going to look like. Of course, the one that we release will be much smaller. <laughs> I really want the larger version. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Did you see the big reveal? For, that could mean for, a whole lot. For, for Mattel, for He-Man. I no. Uh, I thought the Thundercats was. Just no, go wait, ahead wait, and say wait, no. Wait, wait, let me try. Snake Mountain? Snake yes. Mountain. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It's huge. It's gargantuan. And just like Castle Grayskull, it will have to shrink down a little bit. It was so big they couldn't fit it into the display box that they had. They had the jigsaw at the top of the display box. <laughs> oh, wow. It's nuts. It's it looks nice. great. It, it looks awesome. The cool thing about it, if you keep it, like it opens up just like the old one, but if you fold it, it looks they just they're so smart with their designs. If you fold it, it looks much closer to the um, filmation style of okay. the, 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 the the face. Kind of the well no, the filmation style was just the stalagmite basically a giant stalagmite looking mountain with a snake wrapped around it. That's right. Yeah. So the face kind of hides behind that if you as you fold it up and it looks great. Wow. It's really, really good. This doesn't it, have the echo microphone? It that's better. Okay. It's coming with a Bluetooth enabled speaker that what? and an iPhone app. <laughs> a smartphone app. A smartphone app so you can use the oh, I'm the voice of Snake Mountain. Wow. <laughs> boogie 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 boo. And uh yeah, it was funny. They were talking about it uh on Pixel Dan's video and it's like, Yeah, this is a great uh Great excuse. You can be like, look, honey, we need this. It's kind of like a stereo system. <laughs> kind of. Because <laughs> it's like. so fucking big. It's so big. How big is it? It's so fucking big. <laughs> it's nuts. So I would have no place to put it. I don't even have my Castle Grayskull out yet because it's too big. I've just got the box up and figures on top of the box. Now, I thought you would be more excited about the Mega Bloks Castle Grayskull. It's all right. But, but you're not, you're wow. not excited about the design. It's not. It's, it doesn't look that great. Cold shit. Meh. It's okay. It looks fun to put together. Yeah, I think that's neat, and it, it, I'll probably get it. I'm sure you will. I've, well, don't be so sure. I'm sure you will. I'm you're going to get it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. But it's kind of, it's a little scary right now, because we're, we're at the, the tip of the iceberg. Which for, iceberg are you referring to? The, mas- scary the Masters of the Universe stuff. Oh, like 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 I've we've had all these years of the classics line, and now they're doing the filmation stuff. They're doing the filmation stuff, which is an I've got I've got to have two of every one of them. I've got to have two of every one of them. Filmation. There's no two ways about it. Got to keep those in the box. I always get a uh, He Man and a Skeletor to keep in the box, no matter what. Okay, but that's filmation Skeletor is the Skeletor of my dreams. My dreams. It's beautiful. Didn't Sideshow have a Skeletor this year? Yep. He looked really good, too. Yeah. Wow. That was an interesting interpretation. But he looks he not that far off from the 2000X version, in okay. my opinion. Which I love that version, too. The 2000X. I have a big 2000X version. Okay. I got a 12-inch 2000X Skeletor. Yeah, you do. But for my, for my, <laughs> my second Comic-Con. That's what she said. Oh, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. Uh, yeah, man. Shit, dude. It's just, yeah. I just got to keep saving my money. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect segue. doesn't sound like saving. <laughs> no, it's not saving. It's not saving. Speaking of Skeletor, that sounds like a perfect segue to our letters. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I want to get that in a little bit. I want to see if there's anything else you want to bring up Comic-Con-wise before we get into our I want to just bring up some other geeky stuff I did this week. Do it. Well, I went to uh, Rogue Toys again. Sweet. I, I love, love that, that store. 
uh, got some good shit. And uh, so props to Rogue Toys. Love it. If you're in Vegas, Toy Hunter, go to Rogue Toys. It's good stuff. Better than the one on Fremont. Better than that place. Oh, yeah. To, uh, wow. Toy, toy Shack. Toy Shack, yeah. Really? No, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Now, I, where's Rogue again? I don't like Toy Shack. No, Toy Shack got no love. Mm-mm. Toy Shack got no love. Um, Why? Because it's, it's not run by people who love toys. Okay. Yeah. It's run by people who like to sell and make money on toys. Yeah. It's, I mean, and, not that the other one isn't a business, too, but. Sure, but they really gouge at Toy mm-hmm. Shack. Okay. And you're right. They have very little love. And so, right. Uh, yeah, Some. It, it's fine. Not going to harsh them too much. It's I fine. Am. Do the thing. <laughs> yeah. The, not great. Not great. I've had bad run-ins with Toy Shack. Yeah, they're not great. Ooh. But uh, Baroque Toys is great. Both of their locations. But the new one, the big store, is up on Rainbow and Sahara. Now that I haven't been to. You haven't been to the new store? Wait, it's like Rainbow and Sahara? Yeah, yeah. I saw it the other day. I passed by it. So if you go up, if you're going east on Rain, west on Rainbow, uh, well, Jesus Christ, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> if you're right. going west on Sahara, yes. once you hit Rainbow, you're going to hang a right okay. and get in the left-hand lane, and it's about half a block up. On your left, I yeah. passed it just the other day, not realizing. Yeah. It. Yep, God. it's hard well, to it, see. It's that's why I was amazed that the it compares to Toy Shack because it really is just a strip mall frontage with some simple block lettering, rogue, rogue toys, rogue toys, and game. that's it. There's there's no flashy pictures, no nothing. But the, screaming, this but is the, a Toy Shack. But the store inside is really nice. They do a really good job, and they've got like here's the thing. Like I've been twice in the last month and a half or so. And they're doing pretty good on turnover of uh, product too. That's nice. that's the other cool thing. Like I bought a lot of things from from conventions. Yeah, and that's their focus is to just keep putting out new stuff. Uh, I got the whole set of the Garbage Pail Kids vinyls that they just came out with. Oh wow! The blind box vinyls. I started opening them up. I started <laughs> off with three, ended up buying a whole fucking box. They're awesome. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's fucking dangerous. So that's great. And then on that same day. My little nerd adventure. I got myself over to So Good Arcade on Durango. This is the uh, the Japanese style. The right. Japanese style arcade. Yes. Please tell me about that. All right. Uh, they are still a work in progress. Very much. I hope that they are able to maintain and have some success. They have uh, another toy distributor there that uh, works with them. Some collectibles uh, thing at the front. So they had. Uh, they had some cool little anime figures. I bought a Pop uh, Attack on Titan uh, Mikasa okay. figure. Sukasa. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so I got that. And uh, they uh, maybe six games. Okay. It's a very small arcade. That is pretty small. It's very small. But they're big cabinets. Okay. Dedicated to all kinds of stuff. I played this one called... Q-Beat or n- not Q-Beat. What is it called? Maybe it was Q-Beat. Yeah. I'm going to go with Q-Beat. We'll take it. Anyway, it's a 4x4 panel of illuminated screens with uh, clear buttons on top of the screens. So each button is its own little Game boy size screen, full color and display. And it's a rhythm game, and all you okay. do is press the squares at the right time a little looks like a manila folder it's basically ddr with touch panels right did you play it i've seen the video of that game i know which game you're talking about only from the ddr with touch panels okay and uh i figured it out pretty easy some of the instructions are in english uh 
one of the uh, owners came over and helped me do some music selection and all that kind of thing. So they're they're very eager to help. Very uh, you know appreciative of having new people in the spot. Well, so. it's got to be a place a open, lot of, open by passion alone. A lot of right. J-pop music in that, right? Absolutely. They're yeah. playing all kind of J-pop tunes. Uh, you know, and all, all all the machines, they have a Guilty Gear fighting cabinet, and the rest I think are pretty much all rhythm machines. Um, and in the front, they're just they're just starting with figures and uh, anime collectibles, and some Yu Gi Oh and other trading card stuff. Okay, so it's just getting off the ground. Uh, they've got kind of a little couch lounge area, very chill. I hope they're able to hang in there. I hope so too. I, I, as Those I was, little arcades. As I was driving it. in, because it's where uh, Game World used to be. Okay. And Game World closed down there, and I was like, oh. Mm. And the other, all the Game Worlds are gone. I yeah. think at this point, sad. But uh, I pulled in, and I didn't see anything. I was like, oh, it's gone already. Oh, I was so sad. But then I pulled around, and then oh, there it is. There's a little banner, and I'm, I'm like, oh yay! So. I have to go in and support a little bit. So I tried to do a little local geekery during Comic-Con. I was like, this is my Comic-Con expense. I'm not going to Comic-Con. I'll buy some local toys from local people, and there you go, and spend way less than I would have at Comic-Con. God, Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, it got to be super expensive towards the end, Comic-Con, just between the... Travel I can't walk down that there. floor and not just bleed money everywhere I go. Well, even, even that, just like the, the the normal everyday yeah. expenses like hotel room, parking, food. gas, food. I mean, just everything. I mean, I was spending two or three grand every time I was down there right. just on Ooh. just on like the travel Essentials. expenses. So I mean, it's a it's a great experience if you can do it. Take sure. nothing away from Comic Con, but right. Uh, I have to budget differently, and uh, I'm just as happy to support smaller local stuff, local yeah. shops, local cons when they come into town. Certainly, yeah. Comic-Con is not at want for money. No, they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. I think my favorite story to come out of con is the big Star Wars Hall H panel that happens, and they brought up everybody. I mean, it was J.J. Abrams, Kasdan, then they had the Young Blood, and they also had... Uh, the Han, Luke, and Leia. All I mean, I think it was Harrison Ford's first time at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Believe so. So yeah. everybody was there. So of course the room itself was an uproar. And then afterwards, J.J. Abrams invited all sixty-five hundred people in the panel uh, to be led by new trooper to another location where they had a Star Wars symphony uh, ready for them to watch. So now they basically cleared Hall H. Yeah, that's how Steve was able to get into Hall H. And and what's funny is that the next person in Hall H was Kevin Smith. So Kevin Smith like, came up, and then there was like, everybody's gone. gone. He's, just like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's like, fuck you, JJ. Yeah, JJ did a big apology to him on Twitter because they're Hilarious. friends and so yeah, on. Yeah. And so Kevin Smith is like, I'm going to use this guilt to get in one of the Star Wars movies. Right, oh, God. right. That's well, he funny. got to get he got to visit the set though. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's he got been, to go on the Manila Falcon set. He's They've fine. got an understanding. That was the perfect. But I just love the idea of calling it a Hall H and just this empty room crickets. You know, Can you imagine. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, Steve said he didn't have a problem getting into Hall H most of the day. After that, that Star Wars Day, I'm sure that's it. Right? it. Yeah. Well, for the, the shock monkeys out there, I did finally go see Fury Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I 
<laughs> glowing well, reviews. Uh, Bear in mind, you, you had a bad experience. Yeah, the, the, these guys have heard the story, but I'll, I'll share it for our listeners. Um, How was the parking? Yeah. Uh, parking was fine. But uh, the actual movie-going experience was not so great because I went to Sam's Town here in Las Vegas. Usually, I've never had a problem with that theater, especially if I go in the afternoon. There's usually myself, maybe two other couples in there. Well... There was a good amount of people in there today, which I'm surprised, considering the movie's been out for, what, two months now? That's because it's a great movie. That's right. Yeah. I happened to sit in front of a couple that was talking through the whole goddamn movie. Teach you not to go to Galaxy. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Only Galaxy theaters from now on. Yeah. Only got, Galaxy Luxury. Well, but anyway, so Amsterdam. yeah, and and the worst thing it was, <laughs> it was one of these repeaters, like the, the the repeater couple, which is I like that. I like how repeaters. you've got a name for them. Yeah, where uh, every time a line of dialogue was spoken on screen, the the lady that was there goes, "What did he say?" And then the guy would proceed to repeat the dialogue, but not in a whisper like a normal movie going couple would. At a loud speaking voice, so that he could be heard above <laughs> the action sequences. So, don't they have things for hard of hearing people? Uh, yes, they do. They absolutely do. They're little, uh, basically, headphones sure. that are tied into the audio system, so they can hear everything. But she probably doesn't think she's sure. I don't sure. know. Or maybe she doesn't know. All I know is, so at, that's why I'm trying to help. About 20 minutes into the film, I had had it. I jumped up and I walked over to the. You know the aisle where the uh, the entrance is, so I could still see the picture. But I'm, I was I'm trying to cool acrobatics off. in this. Yeah, I, I know. I just I, I had to cool off because otherwise I was going to start yelling at them in the theater, and that would make me just as bad as they are. Now before that happens, you call me. I'm getting the video camera. Yeah, really. So I went, collected myself, and then I went and moved several rows in front of where they were at, a uh, little too close to the screen for my taste, but. It was still better to view it. And even then, I could still hear them talking during the movie. What did you say? I'm like five rows in front of them. I could still hear them. But anyway, trying not to let that ruin the film. It was a, definitely was a proper sequel. Um, proper? Yeah. Proper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, because I, I, having viewed it and the other films, I don't see it as a remake right he's it wearing is. a knee brace it's another story. obviously it's a sequel it is, it is another story it's a sequel especially i th- i found it fascinating in some of the the early dialogue in the in the film the way that tom hardy spoke the lines it was very much mel gibson and it was like that's mine you know that's my jacket and ripping yeah. it off and I, I it almost sounded like him like the inflections were so Dead on. You know, it almost sounded like young Mel Gibson. I don't think I even thought of Mel Gibson once while I watched no. that movie. No, it's it's not it's even a story. not even like 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 to say, oh, he's aping that, or it's it, I can see where that came from. I just never even occurred to me. Well, I mean, I enjoyed the no. film, but you know, as a as a person with a film degree, and you know, while I watch you have a movies, film degree? yeah, I do. Oh, okay. While I watch <laughs> movies, not only do I, you know get taken in with a story i'm also looking at it from a critical standpoint mm-hmm. you know production as values, someone with a film degree would do v- camera <laughs> angles lighting etc and i mean and noisy assholes behind <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah that was i'm do- sorry you had to do that we I gotta preci- go watch it again I pre- <laughs> yeah yeah everybody out there in twitterverse uh let uh, 
he did not have the proper experience, so let Jeff know that he should watch yeah, keep Fury Road Jeff again. Shit. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, I've been getting it from both sides about uh, Stargate. About Stargate, but uh, yes. I have to say, most people are on my side and just like fuck that shitty show. <laughs> Really, because uh, all the comments I read were exactly. Well, of course, those are the ones that are going to go to you. <laughs> there you go. The f- you got to change you your have, filter. You have Jeff. love and support. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say the, the ones that it. were tagged me or Ugly Couch Show said, <laughs> yeah. "Go watch Stargate, Paul." Yeah, I'll watch it. No, you won't. <laughs> I might. No, you won't. Did you feel I'll the watch eye it roll? burn in a fire? <laughs> I'll watch it sometime. No, I'll watch you it won't. collect dust I'll watch on the your first shelf. Episode. I watched the first ten minutes. That's just like Jelly Beans. Not going to help us. I've seen that first episode. It's not going to help. Is no good. It's yeah, but Todd, you don't understand. If they don't catch Paul in that first ten oh, I minutes, fuck I know. Him. Well, it's true. I have no time. He's a busy man. <laughs> not busy. Just, just impatient. <laughs> just <laughs> busy. Just bored. Just impatient. Oh, oh shit, man. Oh, I'm not bored. We're just t-shirting out the ass. I want that shirt too. I'm not not busy. busy. Just impatient. Yeah. <laughs> not busy. I'm just impatient. <laughs> No that, that's oh, followed Lord. up with I'm not lazy I'm just patient <laughs> anything else you want to throw in gentlemen no. uh, I've been binge watching Bleach on the Netflix a- the anime that's an anime you're into that yeah that's yeah. one that never grabbed me it's it's, it's so the, weird it's a little DBZ for my taste well the thing is is that wait 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 you think something is weird that never happens. No, but it, it's just it's Dragon Ball Z. It's that whole thing of like, here's a fight. Oh, here comes a fight. There's gonna be a fight. Oh, there's a fight. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be another fight. It does. Here comes a fight. Oh, it's gonna be a fight. Oh, there's a fight. Oh, here comes a fight. <laughs> it does suffer there's gonna from be a bit fight. of stretch out. Oh, here comes a fight. It's just there is a bit of stretch out itis. Oh my god. There, I'm in the second arc right now, which is somebody's got to get the second res- fight. Yeah, somebody's got to get rescued. <laughs> And I'm used to American pacing where it's like, okay, they're going to rescue in like the second or third episode and then it's going to be all the consequences. No, the whole arc is about the rescue. It's about busting into the city. How, how many episodes is that arc, would you say? 45 uh, episodes. Uh, not quite. I'm in the third season and it's episode 54. And, and they still haven't rescued them? Right. Uh, no, they just did. <laughs> Actually, that, they just rescued her. Just did it. So, but uh, yeah, but got him. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is um, it started off as very just teen kids, and and uh, there were parts where I was just like, I don't see what. But the I, beginning is interesting. The idea is interesting. Yeah, but what happened? Got the teddy bear. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, he's in there. So teddy bear kind of fades after the first season. No, 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 he's there, but he's a comic relief, and he actually doesn't follow them. Into the second arc. So every few episodes, the teddy bear and the two sisters <laughs> and the con man who can see spirits but really can't do shit about it. Yep. I would watch if it was called the teddy bear and the two sisters. Yeah. That's a... You should just... They do an episode that's a porn that. title. But the rest are now in the, the spirit world and it's big time, uh, big time uh, samurai ninja exploding swords fighting. Yep. So I'm enjoying that. I'm liking that. I would watch and it it's also huge amounts of intrigue. I know why you like it. Why do why? I like that, it? Because that season has a very Samurai Jack feeling. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't like Samurai Jack. Yeah, no, he doesn't. <laughs> hey, Twitterverse, give Paul shit about not liking Samurai Jack. 
I think it might get a lot of support, actually. I, Haku, am going to kill you, Samurai Jack. <laughs> My mouth is full of cookies. Yeah, it is. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's Mako, man. Don't, don't, don't mock He's dead. Mako. What, you killed him? So, yeah. I didn't kill him. He's dead. Okay. He's the same guy that did Splinter's voice. Yeah. Right? He's the same guy who was, you know, he cried for Conan because Conan doesn't cry. No, wait, that was Subatai. That's right. I'm sorry. I remember watching that. I'm so lost And I was right like, now. I was like, yeah, he goes, but his, his name is Mako or okay. Mako. I, Mako. I, I've never heard Better it Better call Mako. Yeah. I think it's Mako. Um, yeah, he's in the first Conan movie. Yeah. He's okay. the sorcerer. Okay. Yeah. And um, <laughs> a very unique voice. He ended up doing a lot of voice work. Okay. Splinter. He wasn't was he he wasn't Splinter in the cartoon, but he was Splinter in the movies. I, I think. think he was, yeah. Well, we got a lot of news. What? Being Comic Con. Okay. Yes. We might not get to it all, but no, we're gonna try. We will. We'll do it. Okay. All. But first, I got some emails I want to read. Oh. And uh, this first one is just. I'll just read it and. Oh, real we'll quick. See. Okay. Just uh, shout out to uh, G and Henderson. G and Henderson. The uh, who we, we actually have an email from. Okay. Shout out for the the Tron uprising. Oh yes. Uh thank you. G always comes through with the goods. Uh he comes to check out the bucket Joe. He the man. All right. Go on. Proceed. All right. <laughs> All right. Hi guys. Big fan of the show. Yay. I apologize but. if, if I, I apologize <laughs> if the grammar or English is off on this email, but I'm fighting tears trying to compose this. I know with Comic Con being this weekend, it's a heavy news week. But I was wondering if you could give a few minutes of your next show to honor the memory of my grandma that died today. Her name was Hilda Godbolt, and when she would watch over me as a child, we would spend it watching 80s slasher films and Vincent Price films. It's because of her I am a horror geek. She also was one of the few people in my life to encourage what most people would consider strange and unusual behavior. I will tell you one such story. My mom was pretty strict in what I watched and when I was a kid and wouldn't let me watch hardly anything involving monsters, vulgarity, nudity, you know, the typical stuff a five-year-old shouldn't watch. Around that time, He-Man came out. When I watched it, it was always, I was always drawn to Skeletor and the rest of his minions. However, my mom, being as strict as she was, when she saw Skeletor, she deemed him inappropriate because a child shouldn't be exposed to skulls. She thought that I should be looking up to Jesus instead of some creepy guy with a skull. I'm trying. I'm not trying to paint my mom in a negative light. There isn't anything I wouldn't do for my mom, and she raised me in the typical hide my child from the evils of the world way, just a tad extreme. My birthday was rolling around, and of course I had a great day from what I remember, but I cannot tell you one gift I got for my sixth birthday except one. After my little party, my grandma pulled me aside and gave me one more gift while everyone was cleaning up. Excited, I opened it up, and it was a Skeletor He-Man figure. I immediately hugged my grandma and hugged my figure, but then I realized my mom wouldn't let me have it. She told my grandma, uh, I told my grandma, mom won't let me have this because she says it's too creepy. My grandma held held it in her hand, gave Skeletor a good look over, and said... Uh, Jacob, the best way I can think of spelling how she had said Jacob in her accent. I survived Nazi Germany. He don't look so bad. <laughs> unquote. 
My grandma then hugged me and told me Skeletor will always be waiting for me at her place to play with when I come over. True to her word, every Saturday when my grandma would watch me while mom was at work, I would be sitting on my grandma's lap watching Captain USA's groovy movies, holding my Skeletor in my hand as we gorged on old school horror flicks. I was lucky to meet Alan Oppenheimer, the voice of Skeletor, and I told him the story. He responded with, your grandma sounds like a cool lady. She was. Thanks for your time, guys. Keep up the good work. Jake. Aw, thank you, Jake. Hey, old grandma. Thank you for sharing that, Jake. And, yeah. And in honor of your grandmother, uh, Hilda Godbold, this episode devoted to her. There you so, go. Absolutely. That's awesome. I, I want to be that corrupting force in my niece's life. <laughs> And it's not a corrupting force. It's an. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. That is a wonderful story, and that exemplifies perfectly the reason I get in such a tizzy about the kinds of uh, censorship that many are so desperate to impose. Oh, I went through that when I was a kid. Jeff true, did. I right, did. Right. I did too. Yeah. Uh, I got away with a lot, but but true evil is banal. And not and does not come at you with a skull face. Yeah, and that's what's, yeah, that's what people don't get. But and to encourage that fantasy life and to and to yeah to expose children to interesting aspects of being a human being right. living on this planet and seeing other people's minds, creativity, and work. Yeah, that's great. That's a wonderful story. Absolutely. And to all those out there who are like Hilda and raised. Wonderful geeks, or had that kind of influence in their life from from a family member or friend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I can still remember uh, hanging at my uncle Max one time, and my brother and I, and we went to the uh, the video store, and we were just browsing around. We got we we must have been like I was probably thirteen, twelve or thirteen. My brother was you know twelve. We were little little shits, and uh, <laughs> we got uh, we rented Revenge of the Ninja, which is still one of my <laughs> one of my oh, all time favorite movies. You guys know, oh, love, yeah. oh yeah, I oh, love yeah. that movie, and that's where my love of kung fu goofy shit came from. Because and it was so funny because uh, it was an R, it was R rated, and uh, my dad was like, I don't know, it's R, and. Uh, and my uncle kind of looked at the box and he's like, it's probably just R for retarded. Here you go. Get it. And so, and so, and so, and so we rented it and we watched it and I just laughed. There was so much fun stuff. There were boobs. It was great. Yes. That was a wonderful. That's formative movie. It was a wonderful afternoon. It really was. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Ninjas, arrows, a Destro ninja, boobs, get out of here, swords. Fuck a, a kid ninja, man! I, that movie's got it all. I can only imagine thirteen-year-old Paul's mind just being blown, just like what? Well, wah, even then, wah. even then, I was like, "This is not well made, but this is fun." <laughs> and so that's where you start to get you like, "There's sure. there's there's gold in them there hills." You got to <laughs> dig a little bit, sure. But I mean, I was already into Monty Python at that point, okay. and you know. Uh, video stores were a treasure trove. You had to dig. You had to dig as a kid, and that's the Certainly. thing. I still do that. That's pretty much what I do every night when I go on Amazon and just fish and get into rabbit holes of what's out there, weird 
movies and games. Sure, I and, never discovered this stuff at home. I experienced a lot of movies growing up from friends who had HBO and would tell me the story of the movie they watched on the playground. Right? Yeah, yeah me so too. That's how I lived through them. Uh huh. I, I like Poltergeist. I got the whole story before uh, years before I saw it. Uh huh. And then occasional sleepover where somebody said, uh, you know, yep. hey, I just got this videotape, and they popped it in sure. or laser disc. If you will. Yeah. 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 So, that's how I discovered Laser movies it, in Kuwait was through video stores that were, all, they were all pirate stores. I yeah. mean, they were just copying movies and then putting them up on the shelf to, to rent. So there were no marketing strategies. There was no, this is what you're pimping this week. You'd walk in and the clerk had the movie that they liked on. And I think, basically, I'm thinking about it. My equivalent to your Revenge of the Ninja is Hawk the Slayer. <laughs> you know yeah so which you you've mentioned in the past yeah 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 it's there, a, you certainly now, is Kirsten, that uh, you like hawk the slayer yeah and you still haven't get, given red sonia its day in court i mean they could be kissing <laughs> they could be kissing cousins oh god i'm serious man oh god i'm serious as a heart attack those those movies got a lot in common oh don't 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 do that to my girl you gotta see it, man. You gotta <laughs> see it. That's just that's just like that saying. one's about the reverence to Red Sonia as a character. No, that's that's my reverence to talk to Slayer. Oh, okay. That's like saying, yeah, that girl you're dating, you won't believe who she fucked. <laughs> Don't make that comparison, dude. That comparison is apt. <laughs> ah, apt. <laughs> There really was something back in the day about going to the video store and just browsing the aisles. I mean, that's why we still browse stores. Yeah, brick and mortars are disappearing. It makes me crazy. There's a magazine out there called Horror Hound. It's all horror aspect, but they have one wonderful article in every issue that is about the old VHS companies and the movies that they put out that you find in the deep recesses. Right. Oh, yeah. And. Every issue has the box art of all those movies as well. There's a book that just came out. Uh, that's all the box art of the those. 80s video yeah. tape art box art. Oh, God. Oh, man. It's wow. like the cereal book. Oh, that's another thing I found on Amazon. I was like, oh. <laughs> but I still got to get my Transformers art book before I get that. Oh, there it is. Priorities. Priorities. Well, I, and I've got my He-Man art book, which is beautiful, and the uh, the He-Man. I saw that. Comic that's book. amazing. The comic collection is going to be great. That's the mini comics. Yes. Okay. That's going to be fantastic. They've gone above and beyond making that. It's funny. We were checking out at uh, uh, Walmart today. I grabbed uh, Ex Machina. I'm gonna give that a shot. Looks pretty good. I've been hearing some good things. And uh, the gent behind the counter, older guy, oh, yeah. and he's he's like, oh, I'm a film buff too. This is new, right? And I'm like, yeah. yeah I've heard I've heard it's pretty good. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check that one out. Maybe he's like, yeah, I got probably thousands of movies, DVDs, and VHS too. That's why I still got an old VHS tape player hooked up to my TV. And He kind of said that like he wanted you to go, what is that? You know, <laughs> right? He, he did kind of say that. He right. was waiting There's for a touch you to. Of it. And yeah. I, he, I'm like, I'm like, I'm there, bro. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm on. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I have Divix. I had to give up my. <laughs> I had to give up my D, my uh, VHS tapes because my. I actually have a huge collection of VHS tapes still back in Kentucky, but the ones that were here, the ones that I bought here, mm. most of them I've replaced with DVDs. Sure, because they were the later ones and then a lot of them just kind of melted you can't keep vhs tapes safe in this heat Mm -mm, very easily so um 
he uh anyway i was like he's like he's like oh yeah let me tell you about one of the best movies i have seen recently i'm like okay Ooh. here we go right yeah. this is a guy Bill who Buff. seems yeah, like he's in yeah. he's in the film like like you like Denzel Washington? I'm like, okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay, did you ever see Man on Fire? I'm like, yeah, it's a good movie. Man on Fire is okay. Okay. It's good. This new one that he's in might be the best movie I've ever seen. Is this Equalizer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you rent it from Redbox. He's like, he's like, I guarantee. Go rent that from Redbox. I guarantee you, you love this movie. I'm like, you will I'll, buy it. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, he's like, you will buy that movie. I'm like, great. I'll take your word. Like, I'll have to check that one out. And I was like, Equalizer, man, best. I'm like, man, come on now. You're a film buff. You got a ton of collections of movies. Tell me something I can't see or. D- mm. <laughs> Uh, just, By the way, folks, to, to do credit to Paul, he sold his belief in what that man said much better at the cash register. Oh, I'm the best, man. Paul, Paul was I'm totally the best customer oh, yeah, you could ever have. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that one out. Man Thanks, on man. fire. Thank oh, yeah. yeah. Paul <laughs> nodded and everything. I've he seen was right Man there. on Fire. It's not a bad movie. It's got some cool stuff, but it's nothing that hadn't been done before. It's just it's Denzel coming through kicking ass. You, have you seen Man on Fire? No, I haven't. He's dying. That's the one that's while he's remake. hunting a little yeah, girl. Right. And it's a remake of uh, that film from the early eighties. Yeah, right? it's all right. Uh, just like Equalizer is a remake of the, yeah, the TV, TV show from the well, it's just, mid-80s. It's, I'm like Denzel. You're gonna see, you're seriously gonna come at me say you're a film buff and then recommend not one but two Denzel Washington films. I mean that were successful. Be, you can be a film fan and, and say that's a good movie. Sure. That's fine, but give me something. Re- dig, right. dig a little bit. Like, I have just, you ever seen? And God spoke. This you is know? the thing, right? Like like everything is just so on the surface now. Like what? Nobody what can hear you, Paul. Huh? <laughs> And I'm just digging. I spend my days digging for gems, and they're hard to. Ooh. I was disappointed. <laughs> they're hard to. Ooh. I was disappointed. Disappointed. Right. If he was a true buff, he would have said, "Denzel Washington, you need to rent Sane Elsewhere." <laughs> I've seen a bunch of those. Yeah, but that's some deep. Sh- that's, yeah, that's, that's some deep, deep cuts. That, that, there's, there are generations that have no that's idea. Deep cuts, and that's no and idea. that's if you're a Knight Rider fan too. <laughs> <laughs> you got Kit alive in human form because that was what that was that was actually Kit because it all ended up being in that autistic kid's brain do you remember yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. the final episode where he's sitting in a room spinning a top and he realized that it's his 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 relatives that he's put into this dreamland and they're all just construction workers what what are you talking about right now I'm talking about the, the finale the fi- of, of the final episode Saint of Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere oh with the snow globe oh yeah well there's a little kid right. spinning a top, right? And his and the whole thing's going on in his mind, right? Yeah, his uncle and dad come home, and they're construction workers, and they're the doctors. Okay, and it's all been a dream. That is one of the more odd endings for it's a show. A it's super, really interesting. I loved it. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, "What? You can do that? You can just tell everybody it was bullshit? Uh, <laughs> Holy shit! Maybe life is a dream." Well, that's that's part Paul, of. It. I was like, I was like, well, then nothing matters. <laughs> And And Paul Writingly was was born. I was so right. I was like, well, nothing fucking matters. It's true. (laughs) We could all just be some poor autistic kid's dream. (laughs) I would say there's plenty of evidence for it. Right? Who's the guy saying we're in a computer simulation? Yeah, holographic constructs. Uh Yeah, Works for me. Sure, why not? 
We don't know that we're not sentient. What I don't understand is why I can't get my holographic construct to drop about 100 pounds real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Programming error. Yeah, Yeah. seriously. You haven't downloaded the patch yet. You you can't go beyond the programming. I'd like to think my coder was someone like uh, uh, Notch. And uh, I'm just I'm I'm just new new wave software that's just a little bit out there. Oh, you're so new wave of, software, right? I'm 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 blocky. I'm real <laughs> I'm real squared up, but really great program inside there, right? Like it's mm. it's a really great game. Like if you give it a chance, you'll have fun playing this shit. But the graphics aren't exactly up to snuff right now. It's hilarious. We are never going to finish this episode. Um, I was. I used to watch a lot of Minecraft videos, got out of it. I've been pulled back in mm-hmm. by, by, by this new mod game they've created. I think it's called like Build It or something like that. And it is a in-game competition. Oh, wow. It's, you can do it's it like single. It's like Pictionary it's, with Minecraft. Yes, it's like single. You can do single player or as teams. <gasps> and oh. you are given six minutes. <gasps> And a subject, oh. like uh, minion, yeah, laptop, clock, uh, modern house, yeah, and you have six minutes to build whatever it is. After those six minutes, you, goes around everyone goes around. It takes you to each place to see it. You vote on each one. Whoever gets the oh, most votes wow. wins. It begins again. Oh, that sounds so much fun! It's great to watch. And I say, if I knew the way watching around pros that game, play, play really this well. game, right? That'd be great. It's really great. Oh, I missed that PopCap game with the magic tiles that, that worked in that same voting system where you'd all, everybody would get, uh, it was like um, magnetic poetry for your refrigerator. Oh, uh, shoot. I don't know that one. I can't remember the name. It, it's gone, dude. I loved it, and I crushed at it. I won pretty consistently. There, there was everybody, an acrophobia. I played that for a while. Nah, this was a different one, but everybody, okay. you, everybody got the same yeah words okay in different order scrambled on a screen and you click and drag them into a little text box okay whatever order you wanted to however you want and whatever sentence you wanted to make and then everybody's sentences popped up and everybody voted and acrophobia was kind of like that everybody got the same letters you created an acronym from it oh yeah no this was a a actual a whole sentence or a phrase and and then there was like a dirty version where it was all about innuendo. Sure. You could play that that style, you know. Oh, man, I missed that game. I got another email. Here we another go. Email. Hello, Geek Scoops. <laughs> I've been pondering the revelation that Paul dropped on us all about Mace Windu being uh, Sith. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm so glad that I got a chance to readdress this issue because now I'm realizing a lot of people haven't heard me go off on this. I forget we've been doing this almost six sure. fucking years. <laughs> yeah, there are stories that go back. Some old shit. Yeah, yeah go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. He might be onto something I here. fucking am. <laughs> there is a more obvious clue in Mace's allegiance, one in plain sight. Yep. I'm talking the, the color purple of his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone has heard that the color was Samuel L. Jackson's favorite color and that Lucas caved because Jackson made his save versus director. But like any good deception, there's an element of truth anchoring the lie. Uh-huh. However, for now, let us remove the actor's preference from the equation. If we take the traditional blue color lightsaber and the traditional Sith red color lightsaber and combine them, apply a simple bit of color combination knowledge, and you learn in any very early childhood art class, you get a Mace Windu purple color lightsaber. The Sith agent, a Jedi master, the colors blur, that is all. Yep. 
G in Henderson. Thank you, G. <laughs> Thank you, G. See, G got my back on this. It's the truth. Except that all <laughs> oh, in <laughs> the second prequel, we saw a multitude of colors in the Jedi battle scene. The one that you can't remember. I remember it. They're fighting in <laughs> the You don't dumb remember it correctly? Uh, whatever. <laughs> but he's the only one with the purple one. He's the only one with the purple one, yes. But we, we know there's at least a red, green, and a blue lightsaber. Therefore, you have any combination of colors that you want just based on the RGB spectrum there. Uh, it's based oh, on shit. it's based on the color of the crystal that you use yes. to power your lightsaber. And, you, he's, and in he's, combinations of crystals. He's a Sith. <laughs> I, I look forward to testing this when I do the machete cut. I'm, this is coming up soon for you? Uh, it's going to come before the movie. So uh, We're all getting together on this? We're doing this? Well, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, it's me and my girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, I won't, can, I won't get in the middle of that. Can we be behind the couch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff, sure Jelly will be here. I want no part of it. What you guys watching? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that. Oh, look. Look, look, look at look. the boobs on that one. Replace, <laughs> replacing Jelly's first 10. Just, what you watching? They're all sick. <laughs> Torgo and his girl sif. sitting there and suddenly, boop. What you watching? Oh, you God can tell he's a Sith. <laughs> and then it's just a 10-minute review. looks pretty to me. Boy, it makes Jeff's theater experience seem like joyous occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be awful to watch a movie with Jelly. He'd be no fun. And finally, hello, my geeky overlords. Thanks for the awesome idea of taking my nephews to the comic store for their birthday. Oh. It was a huge success. Yeah. I was told they fell asleep re-reading the comics they bought. Oh, man. That's a few, awesome. A few days later, my sister texted me to tell me they went to Uncle Jeff. They want Uncle Jeff to take them back to the comic store again. Oh, perfect. They'll be listening to Geek Shock in no time. Loyal shock monkey, Jeff Roth. Badass. Perfect, Jeff Roth. So glad that that went off without a hitch. Yeah, we told oh, you yeah. go get, get a bunch of old back issues, let them dive in and just pick whatever yeah. kind of strikes their fancy. That's the best way to discover it, man. Go on those covers. You never man, can tell they what's will in. move up to trade paperbacks in no time. <laughs> you know what? I was, I was really happy today. I was over at uh, Maximum picking up a couple of books. And, um, what? Wait a minute. Slow down. I know. What I the know. fuck? I'm a traitor to the cause. Traitor. I send plenty of people to Ralph's. What is that? Ma- Ma- why? So you can go to Maximum? Maximum That's your penance? Maximum is seriously <laughs> within spitting distance of my home. I just, I, that is a big part. It is very hard. I mean, anything that's a, you know, Kirsten, yes, I do. Anything that lies across the side of the strip, you are, it's, it's a, I, I know. I, I, know. I, I was just at Ralph's last week too. Um, I yes, tried, this is because he doesn't drive on highways, folks. I split the difference. <laughs> yeah, because fuck that. I did it today and I was like, good God. <laughs> See, I, we started Look at all those purple lightsabers. We started recording uh, in the in the uh, morning today, and I'm driving on the highway at like ten. I'm like, oh, these people are out for blood. I was like, what in the fuck? I never. I drive on How highways. How did you at, ever live in L.A.? I didn't. I made it for four months, and I was like, get me out of here. That's true. I, I ran the fuck away. It's horrible. I had not. It was a that's nightmare. Four months, the highway that four months was one trip to one comic book <laughs> exactly. store on side streets. Exactly. I think I made it to the comic book shop once during that whole time. It was terrible. What I just, a terrible the, time. The, the highway driving here in Vegas is nowhere near what it's like in L.A. Yeah. Agreed. There. Agreed. It's cakewalk. However, yikes. All right. All right. Max. Yeah, anyway. So I'm there. <laughs> Just scanning the back wall, and I'm seeing some old issues of Amazing Spider-Man. 
Eric Larson's time, and uh, it's the first appearance of Carnage. I have these books. I ha- These used to be on my wall when I was a kid, and some of those issues are going for like 55 bucks. I'm like, yeah, I've got that shit back home. So I've got, you know. Sure. There's there's still some value to be had well, in some of these old books. Too bad you didn't go back into one of those comic book stores ten years ago because they would have been about a hundred fifty five. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. There was a time when it got out of hand, but now yeah. at least things have settled to a rational, reasonable place, and they're only going to go up from here. So, but it's all good. I'm not. I'm not planning on selling much. Let of my me shit ask anyway. you something, Paul. Here we go. When's the last time you actually went back to your home in Kentucky? Six years ago. And Maybe did you, seven. Did you inspect any of your collection while yeah, you were there? Everything's minty fresh. Okay. <laughs> minty because fresh. I hear this same story that you're telling about, like yeah. you know, I got my th- stuff back at home in mint condition uh-huh. from people that have not been home in like ten years, uh-huh. and then they go check it out and they find that it got ruined, but the family members didn't want to to nope. break it to them. Let me tell you, because that happened to <laughs> See, me. That's your story. No, no, no but this is. <laughs> I, I, I only know this story not just from personal experience, but from several friends that had left things with their parents. I will tell you, pretty much every conversation I have with my mom and dad, we talk about my collection of toys. So how is my precious? <laughs> not even that. They bring it up because it's a lot. And it's all in Rubbermaid boxes. My comics are mostly in uh, chest of drawers, stored nicely. Everything's bagged and boarded. Like they bring it up in, like, when are you going to come get this? <laughs> part, of kinda, okay. part of it. Okay. Part of it. Part of it's when are you going to come get it. Some of it, like, uh, just this last month, they had to do a bunch of work on the basement. So they had these guys, because uh, when it would rain hard, we'd get a little bit of water, sometime maybe an inch of water in the basement. But even there, Everything was already on platforms. They've prepared for this. They've known this for years. So nothing <laughs> ever gets damaged. They got three dehumidifiers running full time. Everything's fine. It, it It's just, but now, but they had to get it done. So they got it all done, but a lot of dust created when they got all this work done so they prevent things. So they just had to clean everything off. But everything's covered. Everything's sealed. Every one of my old He-Man figures is not only in a Tupperware case, but individually ziplocked with their weapons. <laughs> I take care of my shit to a retarded degree. Like stuff is safe. Stuff is safe back home. But that's good. It's good. It's very good. The one thing that my mom still regrets is that she redid my bedroom because it had that beautiful mural of Saturn and it was all black wallpaper with little stars in it. Yeah. She had it redone to make it more like uh, guest friendly sure. or whatever, and she she hates it now. She's like, oh, I wish I had kept it. I'm like, yeah, well, Todd had the moon on his wall growing right? up, See? and yeah. me Starscape. on the surface yeah. of the moon, looking up at the Earth. That's awesome. Yeah. I like a little me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a it was a cutout figure of you from Space Camp, from right? Space Camp, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I <laughs> mounted on little. Uh, nice. uh, I put the artboard. I put the cutout. I've told this story. I put the cutout version of the Enterprise D. Awesome. On the space scene, and it looked like the opening credits for the show when they go flying by. And I had glow-in-the-dark stars on my ceiling. The wallpaper was all black. I'm sure she misses that. She does. And uh, but it was it was seriously, it was not far off from what Star Trek the experience was like. I was like, I've been living here since I was (laughs) thirteen. It was really awesome. You know, predisposed predisposed. Yeah, predisposed, baby. (laughs) Born for it. Oh, let's let's do some news. Why not? Finally. I think this, why not? <laughs> what? We didn't finish the news? We, right? It's only 50 minutes in. Let's. Is this the 300th episode? <laughs> no, this no. is 295. we got five more episodes. Okay. Well, let's just make this the 300th. Make it huge. <laughs> 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 we'll XXL yeah. box episode. this one. This is Geek Shock number Bank 300 this. minus five. 
News you don't give a shit about. All right. Your mama said I did. Uh, huh? Huh? What? I'm kind of glad there's not much of this. All right. Happy? There's two. There's two. The director of movies like The Cell and Immortals is setting his sights on the land of Oz next. Oh, Uh, wow. Tarsem Singh is now slated to direct all ten episodes of a limited series for NBC called Emerald City. The show is distributed, uh, sorry, described as a dark variation. Oh, no! Right? (laughs) All I return to Oz. Dark variation. Everything a dark. Oh, shut up. You know what? You know damn well with the McFarlane incarnations that came out a couple years ago. How are you going to get better than that? You're not. You're not. That design was amazing. You're done. The game was not. Well, that was Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland was the one. Then he did did the the Oz Oz stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the game that, that was American McGee's game, but uh, yeah, American McGee's Alice. But yeah, I mean, you got me the Dorothy, mm-hmm. which is a very basically a bondage figure. Yeah, she's oh, yeah. she's wicked. She's got a Munchkin tying her up yeah. here somewhere. Where is she? I think she's still boxed somewhere. Actually, yeah, Munchkin tying figure. her up. Yeah. Damn, it's a it's a cool figure, man. She's yeah, it all is. BDSM'd out. It's weird. It's not but, weird. But here you go. Good They're, stuff. And this is on NBC. How dark is it going right. to be? Right. This is the thing. Well, they're bringing back heroes. They're lost. Right. Well, well, I will say this for NBC. They did Hannibal. And Hannibal was a goddamn dark show for us. But then they canceled it. Well, they did. But they gave it, it, a, it a good try. They gave it, what, three seasons? Something like yeah, that. So My did. sister says Grimm is kind of dark, too. But I don't know. Well, yeah, okay. Grimm. I'm just saying. I've not seen <laughs> it. Hey, it's so. in the title. So Emerald City was announced back in January 2014. And touted as that summer's Comic Con, but work on the show is delayed due to disagreements between the network and then showrunner Josh Friedman. The latter is gone, replaced by David Schulner. Although, despite the 10 episode commitment, NBC has not confirmed a premiere date. Hold on to yourselves, gentlemen. This is the synopsis of Emerald City. <laughs> Do I want to hear this? Desperate for clues that will lead to the identity of her biological mother. Already, uh, already. Done. What? <laughs> Done. <laughs> a young woman breaks into a sinister underground facility somewhere in the Midwest. Nope. Unable to complete her mission and surrounded by security, our feisty heroine steals a canine police dog and drives away into the <laughs> night and headlong into the path of a raging tornado. Nope. In the blink of an eye, she is transported to another world, one far removed from our own, a mystical land of competing kingdoms, lethal warriors, dark magic, and a bloody battle for supremacy. This is the fabled land of Oz in a way you've never seen before, (laughs) where wicked witches don't stay dead for long, and 20-year-old Dorothy Gale becomes a headstrong warrior who holds the fate of kingdoms in her hands. You're not in Kansas anymore, and this is not your grandmother's Oz. God damn it. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my word. I mean, they. I mean, sci-fi had their own kind of modern dark Oz. Yeah, a few they, years they, ago. Yeah, it was like that little mini series. Yeah, but none of this is. But it, it, it almost seems like the idea for a, a new show is let's take a fairy tale that's far enough away and put a gun in the person's hand. Yeah, that's all it is. Cool. It's, it's, um, 
I, dum, dum. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want a Kung Fu Dorothy, though. I, I don't even want to give this thing any more time. I could get behind Kung an Eastern Fu Dorothy mythology. Than the human eye. Kung Dorothy. Fu that would be Dorothy. interesting. That's, a, that'd be, that's an interesting take I can get behind. That's different. There you go. Instead of Emerald City, it's Jade City. Sure. The Reason of Raj. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. My apologies. <laughs> I, that's my fault. <laughs> Boong. <laughs> Behold the grain pie for all. <laughs> Bow down before him. Show your spit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm a grain pie for all. <laughs> Why you want? Why you borrow me? <laughs> we here because we hear you good man. You go help us. <laughs> yeah. I need courage. I need courage. Come on. <laughs> Hit me all. I'm a Kari Ryan. I'm a so scared. The Tin Man's a robot samurai. <laughs> I hear you've done Warrior 14. The Cowardly Lion's Please. like a Cowardly Dragon. A Kari Dragon. A tiger. No, no. Oh, yeah, a, tiger, a lion. Yeah. A lion. A Shisa lion. Oh, okay. The, the, there you the, go. The, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He could be one of them long uh, puppet lions from the parades. Yeah. yeah with yeah. the mm-hmm. big blinky eyes. <laughs> Look at my eyes. You know how much a contact costs? <laughs> what would you replace the scarecrow with? Though? A wooden dummy. A kung oh, fu wooden there dummy. There you go. Hey, I like it. It, yeah. could be, it could be really cool, but people won't do it. No, because that one actually takes some creativity and some thought. Yeah, it's totally right. original idea. Making, yeah, the, totally original instead idea. Instead of the, the north and the south well, versus east cares? and the west of us. Well, also, also, like, no one's Trademark. really, besides Geek the Return to Oz stuff a little bit, no one's really expanded on the original... Oz stuff. Like, there's a lot of stories still to be told there. There's there, a shit there a series of books on after? Oh, yeah. There's a whole series. I mean, I guess they did do a little bit with the Great and Powerful Oz. Well, yeah. There, I mean, there are a couple of small series that, that go out there and, and talk about other characters. Yeah. Sure. And I then, then, then they I mean, there's you know, Wicked. There's a lot of other things that explore oh, ideas of that. Oz. Fuck that shit. But every time, every the time something great. big comes along, now it's always the, the movie. Yeah. It's always the... The, the big movie. That play broke my wife's heart. Aww. Oh, because she, she was, was a fan of the book. She's a big fan of the book, and she was just like it. Just it, the, the 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 musical guts the whole moral of the mo- of the oh, wow. the oh. show of the book. It's terrible. I was gonna say that play did really well. Yeah, it does so. exceptionally well because it's saccharine with a happy ending, not like it's really supposed oh, to I be. Oh, I see. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about the last one. Okay. Sometimes when with we movies, touch. yeah. What? Sometimes with movies, we find out what could have been and sigh out of loss, or sometimes it's out of relief. Oh, Marie. This is the latter. Uh, speaking with IGN at Comic-Con this past weekend, Dennis Leary, who played Captain George Stacy in The Amazing Spider-Man and his ghost in the sequel, suggested that... Spoiler go- alert. Oh, fuck off. He ghosted up in the sequel? <laughs> Man, I'm glad I didn't see this <laughs> yeah, movie. Like, I didn't see that movie. Now I'm like, Well, I don't have to. I, I've, I've seen it all. Uh, just yeah, with that one line. Now that I know that there's a... <laughs> You've seen it all in the trailers Captain for Captain Stacy Ghost? Suggested that... Stacy Ghost! <laughs> suggested that had a third movie been made, he might have been involved because of this potential storyline. This is what Sony was looking George at going for for part three of oh, Amazing Spider-Man. Sakes. Quote, part of the discussion was the possibility in three, there was this idea that at one point, Spider-Man would be able to take this formula and regenerate the people in his life that had died. 
So there oh, was this discussion man. that Captain Sp- Stacy yeah. would have come back even yeah. bigger uh-huh. in episode three. Yeah. So they would have done the clone saga. Yeah, that's which, it. Which proves that these people have no idea what they are doing with the whole thing because that is what stopped me collecting the books some 25 years ago. Yeah, well, you know, the fans hate the clone saga, yeah. so obviously Sony's going to love it. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, Do they not even know? Do they not know how much people no. hate the clone no, saga? They no, don't. Guys, that's the thing. No, they guys, don't. You don't understand. They're not cloning Spider-Man. They're cloning everyone else. Right, everyone See? else. That's but, the big difference. But you know that the, the, the thing would end up an accident. There'd be a clone. Sure. Peter Parker now, Carnage too. was part of that thing, right? Uh... No. no, it wasn't okay. No. I thought it was part of that. No, it's okay. uh, Carnage was the offspring of Venom, right? It's, yeah, okay. It's uh, Ben Parker, the other the all Ben Riley. Ben Riley. I'm sorry, Ben Riley is yeah. kind of the the yeah. yeah. Which no, yeah, they know the story of the clone. It, Some people do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know it, right? Why? Well, no, yeah, no, the, the I know whole, it enough to know Ben Riley. The, the big halfway. revelation that it turns out that all the previous up to that comic, all the previous Spider-Man continuity was actually yeah, a clone which P- Spider-Man. Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy yeah, were cloned, so sort of, and Peter battled and killed his own replica. Although it might have been Peter himself who was slain. Ugh. And then when there was fans, so that outrage, is exactly they what they were doing. They were talking the Clone Saga. They were that they were going to do Clone Saga. Like. Good gravy, mind numbing. <laughs> Mind-blowing! This is exactly why Marvel got back involved with it. Thank goodness oh. for that. <laughs> and I keep hearing bad shit about that Fantastic Four. It it looks horrible. Yeah. I, I know really they, does. they released a new trailer just for Comic-Con. And there's been absolutely no buzz about that trailer whatsoever. I None. didn't see. I didn't even know they yeah. had a new trailer out. That's exactly that. it. I saw it released. I didn't even watch it. But... Didn't hear a thing about it till no. It's a stinker. Uh, They uh, aren't going to do it in 3D. Okay, really? Yeah. Which exactly? It's not like the director's coming out like, yeah, we wanted to preserve the original vision. It wasn't filmed in 3D, so we're not. Because that usually makes them more money, right? Yeah, they are. They can charge more for the rental on the prints. They have pulled hard back on the release. It's not going to be in as many theaters. Yeah, it's going to be a stinker room. So they look at Marvel and they see the Fantastic Four comic transformed. And they look at the whole deal with uh, with the X Men and Marvel coming in on the X Men movies. Do you think maybe they're positioning for that kind of deal themselves? I the, know the, that the they have plans to bring X Men and Fantastic Four universes together as it stands. Good so, luck with that. So they're looking. Ahead Good luck, of that. dummies. I just love how it keeps getting then promoted. Marvel would be involved. It says from the studio that brought you X Men: Days of Future Past. Because that movie did so well, yeah, sure. It's like the X Men movies. They're trying do well. Well, yeah. no, no, but I meant that particular film did really well yes. for Fox. So they're now touting Fantastic Four as from the studio that and brought they're you. Sure. Also selling the Thing Burger at Denny's. Oh yeah, saw that. <laughs> what is on the Thing Burger? A bunch of bacon and onions. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, let's see. It's bacon oh, and yeah. onions and okay. probably and some onions. kind of a sauce. He's, I won't be happy the, unless the bun looks like the thing. The commercial, he's sitting there about to eat the thing burger, and then an asteroid's coming into the crashing nearby, and he's like, well, I guess I'm never going to eat this ever-loving sandwich. I got to go take care of this crap. Does he go out in the street, and as the asteroid's coming at him, he goes, it's clobbering time. <laughs> yeah, it's clobbering time. No asteroids coming down Yancey Street without my say-so. <laughs> Man, it's so dumb. Denny's. Yeah. That right there, well, I mean, no, Denny's no. Denny's got the Hobbit. The Hobbit stuff was yeah. great. 
Oh, Danny, oh, is it time? Wow. My God. It's time. What's what? it got? No, 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 no. There's more. Oh, there's oh, more what? food stuffs? Denny's the Slamtastic Four menu. <laughs> it's it's a whole. Th- Hold on, I'm opening the page right now. It's a it's a whole big thing. What? Heyo! <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, so here we go. The, the Thing Burger, hand pressed beef patty topped with crispy hash browns. Oh, it's hash browns. I thought it was onions. An egg cooked to order. Ooh! Cheddar cheese. Ooh! Two crispy bacon strips. Fuck, man! I talked too soon. And <laughs> and punch packing thing sauce. Oh, it does have <laughs> thing sauce. Thing sauce. <laughs> Served on a cheddar bun. With our wavy cut French fries. Although oh. I'm not comfortable asking a Denny's fry cook to provide me with thing sauce. I'm just there's, thinking there's right more. now. <laughs> Sue Richards is like, Ben, we need another gallon of thing sauce. <laughs> hey, Carlos. There is also. I need, I need two ramekins of thing sauce. Hey, man, give me 15 minutes, okay? <laughs> I just filled the one. Just give me a, give me a little time. <laughs> Come on, man. There. Okay, Carlos, but, but hurry. <laughs> there right, is the, also demand for this burger is unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, I bet, man. I bet it is. There is a also lot of love goes into this burger. <laughs> a human torch skillet. <laughs> the invisible woman slam. <laughs> That's a special yeah. locale. <laughs> empty plate. Yeah. The yeah. Fantastic Four cheese omelet. What's in the human torch skillet? You're All skipping right. oh. the good stuff. <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm reading from the menu Give me here. The, the, what's in it? What's in it? What's in Whoa. that skillet? A hearty breakfast sausage <laughs> with seasoned red-skinned potatoes, <laughs> sautéed mushrooms. Fire roasted bell peppers and onions. Ah, there that's better where be they put the fire. Jalapenos. <laughs> Jalapenos. That's really good. And, and freshly made <laughs> pico a de gallo. Generous portion of thing sauce. <laughs> served on a sizzling hot skillet. Slathered in thing sauce. Topped with our new spicy five pepper sauce. Ah. Pepper jack queso. And two eggs cooked to order. Ah, fuck off. That's pretty good. <laughs> you, you hate eggs. I hate eggs. Dude, I love eggs. On a burger, an egg is like the best thing. Have you uh, you've never done that because you hate eggs? Uh, I've had it, but it did nothing for me. Yeah, okay. So. The Invisible Woman Slam is not that exciting. Yeah, but the fact two, that it's two called butter- the Invisible Woman Slam. <laughs> two buttermilk pancakes cooked with blueberries. <laughs> Top with fresh strawberries. Fanboys oh dream, right? <laughs> what is it? It's two, two, two eggs. Two buttermilk pancakes cooked with blueberries. <gasps> two top, bu- like her boobs. Topped with fresh bananas, oh. strawberries, and like. drizzled with a clear citrus glaze. Wait, a a clear citrus glaze. Served <laughs> with drizzle. <laughs> served with two eggs cooked to order, two Wait. bacon strips, or two sausages linked in hash What browns. disease does blueberry pancakes make you think of her boobs? Two. <laughs> this is Paul two we're talking about pancakes with here. a blueberry in the center of each. That's not the way I heard about it. <laughs> That's how I'd do it yeah. if I was making an Invisible Woman plate. I'm sure that's actually the, the, the thing that came to mind. Sure. <laughs> how many pancakes? Two. Why not three? Because boobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Fantastic Four Cheese Omelet is a three-egg omelet. The Fantastic stuffed. Four Cheese Omelet. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> good. That's pretty good. Oh, Denny's. But, but see, here it is. <laughs> a three-egg stom- omelet stuffed with melted cheddar, Swiss, mozzarella, and Parmesan cheeses. Yeah. 
fresh spinach, diced bacon, onions, uh, and mushrooms tossed you, you, in a blend of sun-dried tomatoes and herbs. You've got me so my, far. My girl and I are going on a Denny's date. Right? Was that? Topped well, with diced all, tomatoes and served with hash browns. We can do a video of the Denny's. We can do a video of the Fantastic Four God Denny's. Damn. And okay, I can do wait, a poop video. Wait a minute. What's the Fantastic Four analog? <laughs> That's how you do well, your reviews. It's, 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 it's a the closed fan, bathroom door. It's the Fantastic Four Cheese Omelet because it's a four cheese omelet. That's Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic? Mr. No, fantastic. It is, it is the Fantastic, fantastic Four. I know, I know, but what is his thing? Oh, what is Mr. It, he doesn't have he doesn't one. one. I already you read can't you. Do, you one. can't do... What, what would you do? He, he gets I don't know. Coffee. Something stretchy yeah, and what, smart. What, he, he's, stretchy. he's the straw. Mozzarella cheese sticks. That's what you do you for You should the, do Mr. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. Cheese fantastic. Sticks. You're right. Yeah. That Son of been a it. bitch. Well... You never, oh, but you know why they didn't do it? Never gets the respect. Because remember, this 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 movie, they're not doing the stretch stuff. No, they're doing the stretch stuff. Not as much. They're just making it look painful. No, I not saw as it, much. They I, said s- that, I saw it in the trailer. Yeah, yeah but they it. said not as much. They're yeah, not it was it very minimal, me. though, in the trailer. It's not like the whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's not going to be the, cool the crazy stuff. stuff. It's going to okay. be. So now it is time for us to come up with another Marvel property Denny's meal. Each of us, just like we did as, before. As Torgo looks mournfully at the we news, should, we should throw this to our shock monkeys. Have them there you go. tweet oh, us. Absolutely. Tweet Please. us your Denny's menu. Or email yeah. us comments at uglycouchshow.com. Now, it needs to stay in the Marvel canon. Yes. We want to keep it in the Marvel canon. So, yes. Marvel Universe inspired Denny's meals. Okay. Get at us. Get creative. Try and make it somewhat realistic. Uh, even though it's going to, you know, go off the Hobbit hole rails like they had before, sure. the Hobbit hole breakfast and all kind of thing. So each of us right now can start off. What do you got? One. Oh, man. I'm gonna make one try. Marvel character inspired meal from Denny's. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Puck's overwell done burger. Oh, I like that. I like that. Puck's overwell done burger. I'm trying to think who would be my favorite right now in the Marvel Universe. Uh, oh, you know what? I would have a uh, a dupe mint shake. A dupe mint shake. Yep, dupe from uh, Ecstatics. I don't know dupe. Dupe's a little. He's the little green yeah, glob a, that floats around. He's okay. Green. Yeah, and he's green. So you do a mint shake. Dupe. A there double scoop of dupe. Scoop a dupe. Scoop a dupe. Mm-hmm. Squirrel Girl's nice. macadamia nut pancake. Oh, I like wow. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a squirrel girl trying to get a macadamia nut pancake. <laughs> <laughs> it's your world. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got nothing. I the got vision nothing. beef steak salad, but the beef is rare. Ooh. So it's red and ah. it's on a plate of green lettuce. Ooh. And then you got like the the, the little the yellow whatever the hell fruit that they sometimes put on some salads, <laughs> the yellow <laughs> fruit. You know, it's like what a, what's citrus. that yellow fruit? It's a yellow citrus. Peach? Is that a no, peach? No, it's not. No. It's a citrus. It's like a little mango. No, star it's a fruit? citrus. Kumquats? Maybe maybe star fruit. It's a it's a citrus fruit. Okay. It's very small. But it's very and it's yellow. yellow. I know. I go to Denny's for my steak tartare. You know what? If instead of the steak, yeah. instead of steak, how about go tuna? Oh yeah, you go uh, so like, a red like a seared ahi. It, yeah, a seared okay. ahi that had that. Oh, same seared ahi at Denny's. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not saying it's going to be good. We're just saying it's a menu item. <laughs> Carlos, we need more, more, more thing sauce, please. <laughs> oh man, the Scarlet Witch 
Denny's Borscht. <laughs> it's Slavic. Yeah. And it's red. Yeah. Hawkeye spit roasted chicken. Ooh, <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Uh, the Punisher. <laughs> just three, just three kidding. variations of sausage covered in cheese and jalapenos. <laughs> and ghost peppers. And ghost peppers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your colon, like will, that. Your colon like will hate you. <laughs> oh, my God. The uh, Daredevil, where any number of ethnic dudes come out and just beat the living shit out of you <laughs> while you're eating. How do they come with think sauce? Daredevil eggs. Daredevil eggs. Daredevil eggs. Yeah, Paul had to make it make sense. Well, um, you can do Daredevil eggs. Uh, <laughs> You could do uh, the Peter Porker, which is just the renamed Moon Over My Hammy. <laughs> you always, you always just have to rename Bye the Moon Over My Moon Bye Over My Hammy. Yeah. <laughs> and damage control is just a couple of rollades. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And so, some modium. So yeah, we've uh, we've started the ball rolling here, Shock Monkeys. Y'all, uh, you can come up with some uh, email us or tweet tweet at us. Tweet at us. Sure. Uh, at, at Ugly Couch Show uh, for Twitter, uh, Facebook uh, forward slash Ugly Couch Show. Do the, do the Twitter. Let's do the Twitter. Let's Comments do at, at Ugly, Ugly Couch, Couch Show. Let, let's do email. It. Let's do the Twitter for the most part on this one. Yeah. What's the hashtag? What's the hashtag? Uh, hashtag Marvel Meals. Marvel Meals. That's good. Great. Marvel Meals. Heart, hashtag Marvel's me, Marvel Meals. I like it. Great. All right. All right. Hashtag, and then we'll read the good ones. And we'll see. Yeah. So <laughs> get get at us, guys. We'll read all of them. Yeah, we will. <laughs> oh, God. The good ones. Don't throw down that The gauntlet. good ones. We'll there's, read all of them. There's no chance we'll miss this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Weekend Geek. Yo, oh, about time we, are, we started. We are creeping along. I love it, I got it, a feeling some of this is going to make it to next week's episode. No, come on. Oh, come on. No, I just... We will we'll, we'll stretch this as long as we yeah. can. Okay. But, but remember, this recorder does have limits. Oh, well, okay. We'll push Man. it to the limit. Yes, we will. Limit! Living on the razor's edge. This was the last thing I saw today, and I knew it had to make the show. There was no doubt it had to make the show. David Fincher's Fight Club cemented him as one of America's most interesting directors, and the movie has become a certifiable cult classic. The... Uh, uh, author Chuck Palahniuk wrote a comic book sequel to the original story. But other than that, we haven't heard much about seeing anything else set in the world of Tyler Durden and Project Mayhem. But a couple of days ago, this happened. A tweet from uh, Jeff Goldsmith reads, So, at Chuck uh, Palahniuk told me he's working with David Fincher and Trent Reznor to do a Fight Club rock opera. <laughs> what? An enhanced version of the film. Unquote. And then <laughs> Polinek himself tweeted the following quote Julie Taymor working with David Fincher on a Fight Club rock opera. You didn't hear it from me. Smiley face. <laughs> Hashtag SDCC San Diego Comic. How did she get her hand in that shit? Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Polinek retweeted that first tweet, then re- deleted his own. I'm guessing. He might be feeling some heat from Fincher and the people involved with the eventual rock opera about letting the cat out of the bag. Uh, Tamor had nothing to do with the original film, isn't a regular collaborator of Fincher's, but she did win a Tony Award for Best Director of The Lion King a few years back. Yeah, leave it and alone. her eye-popping visual style of Across the Universe and the movie Titus. Just don't, so, don't 
But don't, don't, Fincher don't, has something don't, big don't. in mind for his Fight Club rock opera. Dude, there's with enough music by Reznor. There's enough involved in that to counter her. I her agree. Turn off the I dark agree. Excess. I think Trent will come in there and be like, "Nope," and Fincher will be like, "Nope," because <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's no. visual too. Don't worry about it. Oh wow! Don't worry. It's. I, I I'm think, gonna get. I think a it's Trent Reznor Fight Club soundtrack. Holy Isn't shit! Isn't that just nuts? Holy shit! That's wonderful. Well, uh. There's some Nine Inch Nails in the original. And the original soundtrack of right? Fight Club? Isn't there? Could be. I haven't heard that thing in ages. <sighs> yeah, I wouldn't surprise no, me. No, well, no, no. I take it back. Seven is the one is the Fincher film that starts oh, off yeah, with yeah, Nine yeah. Inch it does, Nails. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's uh, for sure. But I mean, they're they're it's Kismet, those those guys. It's and well, you know, and he I've got the soundtrack for Gone Girl, which sure. knocked out of the parks. So they're they're already Humming along, working together, and he did, uh, of course, uh, well, Gone Girl, right. not Gone Girl. Uh, social, uh, well, Social Network is an awesome soundtrack. If you don't have right. one, uh, Social Network, the the Girl with Dragon Tattoo, and uh, the uh, Gone Girl, Gone Girl, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Gone believe. Girl, then Gone Girl, boy, my brain. Uh, oh wow, Fant- yay, good, 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 good. I'll go see that. Oh, it's yeah, it's super exciting. Holy man. shit, holy wieners! Because I mean, we get our share of musicals, but I love a good rock opera. That's where I just cream I just, jeans. I just give me more Trent Reznor music, <laughs> just more of it. With and I'll sauce. tell you, with things there were a bunch of haters on hesitation marks. Some of the directions he went with a couple of his tracks, but uh, that I survive track. Where he's got these harmonies going on, the little barbershop quartet in there. It's so good. I haven't heard that it's album yet. So, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not what the only person doing? in this room that has not heard this album. What yet. Did, I know, but you you have musical interest. Yes, yeah. You have no excuse. You have musical interest. <laughs> Jeff and, and I are who we are. That's I, all the excuse Jeff, we need. Jeff is trapped in 1982. You have music. <laughs> wow. You listen to music. I mean, I agree with Jeff that most music today is shite, but there are a few notable exceptions, and Nine Inch Nails is paramount among them. Oh, my gravy. Man, he hasn't put out a bad album. Oh. Hesitation marks, dude. It's got like five killer tracks. You're right. I do have to listen to that. I don't know yeah, how that skipped, I don't know how that skipped me. Especially with you bringing him up every what other week. What the shit? Yeah, I talk about him all the time. He's only my you favorite. Don't give me a chance to forget. Oh, I'm going to give you a chance to remember. <laughs> Didn't we have this discussion about three hours ago? Yes, we did. I don't know what he said, but he, he loves Trent Reznor. Now I love Trent Reznor. I talk about it all the time. All I heard was... They knew Trent Reznor. But I knew he was Trent Reznor. My favorite musician. We had dinner before the show, and it came up. Nicolaj Arcel. Hey, Nicolaj Arcel. Will be the director of The Dark Tower. Jeff Harvard. Based on Stephen King's eight novel cycle, Arcel, who directed a (laughs) a royal affair affair. and co-wrote the original film version of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo in his native Denmark. It's a pure Denmark. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you're translating this in Swedish. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that wasn't Danish? Damn, I missed it. I'm doing a favor. It was close. It's cheese Danish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the only Danish I'm fluent in. 
the only, the only Danish I'm 10%. <laughs> Arcel will do his own rewrite. <laughs> Take a drink, everyone. I laughed. With <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Ace. There's your your game is coming. To <laughs> it only took an hour. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Arcel will do his own Did rewrite with fellow Danish Bishy filmmaker Ars, Ars Thomas Jensen. Jensen. <laughs> the movie Nation will be based on. <laughs> Oh my God! Dirks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even see through my tears. <laughs> the new. <laughs> oh, good, Paul. You got him to the point where you don't have to do anything now. This happened last week. On uh, Ice Cream Social, I broke Jacob like this, and we're just fucked. We yeah. can't go anywhere. Yeah, the show's can't. done. Yeah. We're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> the movie will be based, <laughs> based on King's Bastard first book Pink in the cycle, Cern. The Gunslinger. King Gunslink. <laughs> which introduces us to, to the last gunslinger, Gunslink. Roland Duchesne. Roland Duchesne. <laughs> and the alternate ruined version of our world, Harvard. in which he searches Harvard. for the legendary Dark Tower Harvard. of the title. Tour. Still to be determined is how many movies the are so will direct in the series. How many films actually planned and whether the original idea to bridge movies with limited TV series is still a go. NBC. Sorry. All right. Good. They found a director. You're welcome, Sweden. <laughs> if it's Danish, it's not Sweden. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's another T-shirt. <laughs> After that, I don't want to go to the next story. The next story is the sad story. Oh, it's uh, Iwata. Oh, that is super sad. Yeah, longtime Nintendo president. Oh no, just skip it. Go to another yeah? story. Okay. No, we will come back to it. We'll come Let's back do that to later. We'll come back to next Iwata. <laughs> Yeah, no, we, let's end with no, that. No, we won't end. <laughs> we won't end with it, but no. Yeah, let's don't. All right. We're riding we're, we're, high. We're, we're skipping. Uh, Variety now. reports that Oscar winner Marissa Tomei. I, this is shocking. Oh, yeah. Uh, star of My Cousin Vinny and The Wrestler is Sony and Marvel's choice for the character of Aunt May. Tomei is largely known for indie film and theater work. It's also a bit of a departure for Aunt May as a character since Tomei at 50 will be the youngest actress so far to take on the role. The untitled new Spider-Man film will hit the theaters July 28th, 2017. So, pedigree. What's your mm. thoughts on that? I love it, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes against the, the, the frail May, but that's I'm, I'm fine with fine. that. Fine. Yeah. More like Aunt May I Please, <laughs> huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Am I right? Oh, boy. It's just... She's the it's going to be a feisty Aunt May. It's She's be great. so good. She, I've, I've yet to see her. It's You know, it's one of those things where it was like when she got the the Academy Award, everybody was kind of like, what? Because it was like, I think, her first big picture. Mm-hmm. And, and she was very young at the time. Yes. She has since. Have you seen In the Bedroom? No. The no, fact that she didn't that win one. for In the Bedroom. Man, In the Bedroom is one of those movies. If you want to be destroyed, watch In the Bedroom. Oh, wow. Good 
gravy. So I've good. For, I've been looking for a destroyer of Really? Yeah. It's on Netflix, in dude. In the bedroom. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh. That's a domestic abuse. Watch in the bedroom. Yeah. Okay. It's deep. I've been looking for a drum that's going to just eviscerate me emotionally. Yep. It'll, it'll put the hurting on you. Tom. Uh, what's Scarrett? His? Nope. <laughs> Tom Scarrett. Who Mark. was doing Tom Scarrett bits? <laughs> <laughs> what was wow. I watching with Tom Scarrett bits? Well done, Ted. Torgo. Ted was the Tom Scarrett bits. Oh. I was like, oh, man, Tom, that's pretty good. That, But that's, what's his name uh, from UCB, putting that together? Tom Hardy. No, fuck, whatever. <laughs> Tom Laughlin. No, Thomas shit on Jefferson. You know what? <laughs> fuck off. His Tom name, T. Hall. His name is escaping me right now. Terrible, but... One of the founders of UCB, that was his one of his big bit. In the, in the thing. It's not like, Thomas Lennon, right? No. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, so we're not even bothering with in the bedroom anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Tom, uh, from from Batman uh, Begins, he was uh, Tom Holland. No, the bad guy, the main villain, who, Tommy Two Tone. Nope. Ended up getting squirted by the the mist from the scarecrow. Are you speaking in tongues? No, <laughs> no. I it's I know he's talking about Tom. But I'm, I'm vapor locked on the last name. What's his fucking too. name? <sighs> okay, exciting. Well, shock monkeys. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're screaming it out at the radio right now. I apologize. He Wilkinson. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yeah, Wilkinson. Wilkinson. He's good really? screaming. Shock monkeys. He's yeah, traveled back in time. <laughs> they did. They screamed into my. They screamed back in time. I heard the echoes of your cries, as if a thousand monkeys shouted out, <laughs> Wilkinson, <laughs> and then was silent. Well, maybe a couple dozen, anyway. But probably two people <laughs> yelling at their car stereo or or tele or phone or mobile device, shouted out, Wilkinson. Loud. That's him. Okay, yeah. He's amazing in the movie. Tom Wilkinson is correct. Though. He's amazing in the movie. Okay. Just making sure we had the right person. In the bedroom. In the bedroom starring Tom T. Hall. Tom T. Hall. Okay. Tommy Two-Tone. Deadline reports that Ben Affleck, who will first appear in The Affleck. Dark Knight in uh, Batman v Superman, uh, Dawn of Justice next spring, is co-writing a new Batman film with Jeff Johns, DC Chief creative officer who's been behind comic book revivals of The Flash and Green Lantern and contributed to Warner Brothers TV projects ranging from Smallville to the upcoming Supergirl. Uh, Affleck will apparently direct the film, which will focus on, quote, the Batman character that emerges after Batman v Superman, uh-huh. uh, Dong of Justice. Uh-huh. After he, did you say Dong of Justice? It might as well be. I think my favorite one I've heard, Dong of Justin. That's the... <laughs> Is that what the memes go <laughs> yeah. around? Dong. Yeah. All right. Superman, Superman, Dong of Justin. How many <laughs> drinks do you take for an 80s Jeff spit take? That's pretty I good. It didn't quite get me there. Almost. <laughs> oh, I, I see. almost spit it. I okay. almost My it. my uh, feeling after watching the new the, the new, new Comic-Con trailer. trailer, not the new new, but the new the Comic-Con, the, the Comic-Con yeah. tra- teaser. Sure. I was like, "Really? Batman dull and just this? <laughs> it's so dumb still." It's garbage. Get that out of my. Get I'm curious. Well, I, I was more. I don't know. Open to the story after the Comic Con trailer. Oh, rough. Because they're definitely playing off my big argument with the the Man of Steel film. Sure. Is the 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 complete lack of. Well, any Snyder time. said that that movie is going to be the well, that's, fallout. From that is that the genesis. Well, not the genesis of, but that's the genesis of the. Uh, 
the fight between Superman and sure. Batman. That, is that much that is obvious. He's, you yeah, broke they, my they buildings. <laughs> you broke a bunch of my buildings. No, it's it's that he. He <laughs> uh, broke my buildings. I, I spent a lot of time. The thousands of his employees that he considered to be family were killed in that building. You oh, killed my family. Shit. You killed my considered to be family. My se- my second family. Did you kill my first family too? <laughs> oh man. I bet you did, didn't you? It was you. I know it was you. Why didn't weren't you there to save him then? You suck. You suck. <laughs> I just I'm waiting to see the movie because I want the part where. That part where Batman asks Wonder Woman, "Can you bleed?" Oh boy! <laughs> wow! Do you bleed? <laughs> well, that was already that that meme, right? Or so they, that had they, they, they had to cut to her, and she's like, "Yeah, every month." It was cut like, down from. <laughs> I don't trust anything that doesn't bleed. That bleeds for seven days and doesn't die. Yeah, so dumb. God, it's gonna be really, dumb. Kirsten. I'm that not. Went with I'm that. not. I'm not happy. But whatever, I don't care. You didn't see the first one. So. I don't. I don't yeah. care You're about Superman. I don't yeah. care about DC much. I loved oh. Nolan's Batman. Professor Biggs is crying right now. <laughs> Biggs don't care. Biggs is wise to the garbage. He just put up a post about what that the DC film guys just aren't getting about the shit. So I know. And did you uh, see? Uh, you might have this in here. Hear about Bruce Timm's next project? Oh, I, tell I me saw, about it. Yeah, it's going to be the Killing Joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that DC is in animated uh-huh. killing joke. Yeah. Spoilers. All right. Keep going. Uh, you know we'll do that. Killing joke written by Alan Moore, nineteen eighty-eight. One of comics' most disturbing comic books. Uh, in it, the Joker decides to drive Commissioner Gordon mad. Is being adapted by DC Animation for release in twenty sixteen. So, in DC Animation, great track record. So. Oh yeah. It's going to be uh-huh. out this year. Oh wait, no, that's next, next year. year. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, my brain is fucked. We yeah, are, no we are halfway you. through 2015. It's just that you're so far ahead of us, Paul. That's it. That's it. I'm living in the future. <laughs> <laughs> this now, isn't now, the past or the present anymore. Now, my concern, of course, hmm? is that so far all of the DC animated has gone as far as uh, PG-13, right? Hasn't Pretty gone much. above that. Yep. And this is beyond this is PG tough. thirteen. That's and tough. Well, did you yeah. stick to that and and bring the story down, thus hurting the? But dare we say that if <coughs> anyone can do it, is is uh, Denny involved or is it just him? I don't know, I don't know who's but, involved. In but, fact, this is the first I heard that Bruce Timm is involved. Tim, so see, that's just it. And I mean, you know, they got away with a lot on the animated series. Sure. And so I think they'll and, do well with this too. And uh, The Dark Knight Part 1 and 2 animated was a good adaptation. As long as... Uh, that Batman versus Robin was great. I really love that. Uh, again, I got to rave. That was a really great flick. Uh, the... Um, oh, my God. My brain. Yeah. Hello, Duncan. Uh, whoa. <laughs> Shit. What about Danish out. Oh, my main concern is that the ending holds faithful to where Morrison took it. And without equivocation, he's convinced, as was I when I first read that book, that Batman kills the Joker. Oh, as far as... Uh, gotcha. The ending of the book, gotcha. Batman kills the Joker. Right. There's, right. It's, it's subtle, but it's It's subtle, there. but it's not that ambiguous. He's laughing, and then he's not. He's been murdered, killed, yeah. finally, because there's a breaking point. Sure. Yeah. 
It's it's almost like it stands in its own universe. It does. So. It really stands in its own universe, and it also it's great because it's like it does. It shows the things that it would take for Batman to finally go. You know what? I'm not going to let you do this anymore. Period. I'm tired of putting you in jail and having you break out. I'm going to murder you, and then this game is done. It's interesting. That's Alan Moore. Yeah. Damn. And where would the next thing go? It was Alan Moore. Was it? it oh, I thought I, I, I said Morrison. Yeah. It's not Grant Morrison. Not Grant Morrison. It's Alan, Alan Moore's Moore. book. Yeah. Right. Boy. Brain. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But oh, I was reading an article. I was reading an interview with Grant Morrison, who was like he's talking about. Right, it. He was right. talking. That's about, what I thought okay. you meant. That's, That's what I meant. Thank you, Kirsten. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why my brain is confused. But sure. Morrison was like, "Yeah, he kills him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Right. And people are like, "What? No, Batman don't kill nobody." He did in that one. Mm-hmm. Killed him dead. Certainly. But again, Moore's universe. Yeah, when it comes down to it, it right. might as well be the Watchmen universe. The Moreverse. The Moreverse. But if you have not read The Killing Joke, that's like the ultimate Batman book, in my opinion. It's up there. And as far as the art goes, it's my favorite. I'm really digging the new Snyder Capullo stuff, but I'm a Capullo nut from uh, Spawn Days, so okay. that's got my business tingling as far as the artwork goes. That new stuff with all the Court of Owls things, it's great. Mm. Beautiful. Have you read those yet? I haven't read Court of Owls. Oh, dude. What is wrong with you? I've had other things. Uh-huh. I'm, like rewatching Star Trek movies. Right. Right. <laughs> Important Part work. Part five. Important work. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm so far behind on all my books. It's ridiculous. Amid Warner Brothers' official Comic-Con panel came some news concerning the forthcoming Green Lantern reboot, reboot with the new film officially titled Green Lantern Corps. That uh, title refers to the intergalactic peacekeeping body from the comics glimpsed to a certain extent in the 2011 film. No further details were confirmed, although that title would suggest we'll be skipping the origin story this time around and diving straight into the space set action. Both, both Chris Pine and Tyrese have been strongly linked to the role of the Green Lantern over recent weeks, although Warner declined the opportunity to shed any more light on the casting process. The new film is expected to arrive in 2020, although an official release date has yet to be confirmed. So, yeah, we're, we're booking to 2020 now these days. <laughs> Might as well. Will Baba Walters be conducting the <laughs> interviews? She's going to be one of the Lanterns. Oh, She'll be playing Hal Jordan. Nobody's really. Care. She won't be one of the uh, Guardians of the Universe. Oh, she'll be an Oa. <laughs> she'll be one of the ones on Oa. Yeah. Sinestro, <laughs> what exactly do you think you're doing? Outwages. Outwages. What twee are you? <laughs> you're in the yellow wing. The yellow wing. <laughs> Booing us the wing. Beside the wing. <laughs> the sci-fi <laughs> classic Armageddon 2419 AD, written in 1928 by Philip Francis Nolan, will head to the big screen in the near future. The story centers on Anthony Rogers, a Buck Rogers original name, who, after he investigates a mysterious gas leak in an abandoned coal mine, gets trapped in a cave-in, falls into suspended animation for nearly 500 years, <laughs> then awakens in 2419... <laughs> where a futuristic civil war is now being waged between what's left of the United States and futuristic Soviets and Mongolians. Armageddon 20- Thank Mongolians! <laughs> I've been street for 5,500 years. I've been a shitty wall. You stay out, Mongolians. <laughs> Screw you, Mongolians. 
Armageddon 2419 AD was a bit of a prescient novel for the time. It yeah. predicted things like ray guns, drones, cell phones, night vision goggles, and jetpacks. As Buck Rogers, Anthony Rogers became highly popular in comic pages of newspapers of the time. It later became a equally popular film serial, a radio program, and the 1979 NBC series Buck Rogers of the 25th Century, starring Gil Gerard in the titular role that ran for only two seasons. The upcoming movie will be scripted by Flint Dill, who's one of the scriptwriters in the Transformers. Who has a series Is of graphic? Flint Dial? It might be. Uh, he wrote a bunch of a bunch of uh, transform the Transformers cartoon and um, GI Joe cartoons as well. Okay, yeah, and he also has a series of graphic novels titled Agent Thirteen in active development over at Universal, and Good. and Ed Neuermeyer, who uh, is behind RoboCop and Starship Troopers. So interesting pedigree. So yeah, that Buck Rogers does not hold up. No. The TV series? The TV series. But it's fucking fun. (laughs) It's way more fun and better than Battlestar. Boy, Battlestar. Woof. Uh, The original Battlestar. Even the the 78 one is watchable. Okay. The 1980s? Galactica 1980. The one season of Galactica 1980 is is horrible. I can't even believe. I mean, that's that's a how did how did it get made? Like it's, oh yeah, it was it it's it's horrible. It's astoundingly bad. I think that's a testament to the absolute, I would almost say borderline contempt for ch- child viewers because that was definitely a whole. We're gonna cut the budget and we're gonna go straight for the kids. Yeah, that's what it's all about. They st- they start off they make them into weird camp counselors by halfway what? through the second episode. Yeah. Dude, I've never seen 81. You yeah. okay then? Okay. Get on that Netflix oh, and blow your goddamn <laughs> What's brain out. What's wrong with you? Galaxy oh, 1980 takes place when they get to Earth. Yeah. In 1980. But the children that were born on board the Galactica have mystical powers. And because they were born in space. And that's I know. It's 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 and they ridiculous. Are, and they have sicknesses and allergies. Yeah. On Earth. Because they were never exposed to the right. pollen or whatever. But like pollution. because they're all super pollution. powered. Pollution is oh, the, of course, it's just got this whole Captain Planet vibe. Yeah, like, that's, that's you that's said you weren't putting garbage in that river. Those yeah. little children drank from that river. Now they're dying. Do you, remember, do you remember Adam 12, that old TV series? Yeah. Yes. Kent McCord. Yes. Kent McCord. Okay. He's boxy. Grown up yep. and having taken his, his father Apollo's place. Why didn't he or, have oh, that no. dog with him? That would probably would have helped. They never addressed that. They don't even talk about it. That's why there's the, the show has no soul. It's the darkest, saddest, sickest shit you've ever seen. Really? They the, the children jump into a Lauren tree. Green. Lauren Green had a beard. Oh man, Barry it's, Van Dyke is the other character, oh, and he's so uh, bad. They, Dick Van Dyke's son. Okay. They and rob he's got a this bank. Long blonde hair. They rob a bank so they can so, buy scout uniforms. It's the most, what? F- dude. Is this so? So is this like a cautionary tale? It's a stupid tale. It's, it's it's we're desperate to protect the earth from the coming Cylons, but we are we don't want to upset anyone by revealing ourselves. Yeah, they're kind yeah. of they're kind of living by that whole yeah. um, what is it? The oh, prime wait. directive vibe. Well, sort of. it's, yeah. the, they're the, trying not to reveal. The, yeah, the, they hide themselves. Yeah. The subtle premise is once they reach the earth, they realize that the thirteenth tribe is not as advanced. 
like somehow has regressed. Okay, so it's not like pulling a Star Trek four thing. So so they're like, okay, no, 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 no okay, it's not okay. that time. They they're yeah. not ready for the Cylons. They're not ready to battle the Cylons. So they're like steering around the solar system, trying to hide themselves from the Cylons, so they don't find planet Earth. I can't imagine why it's they're so bizarre. Last one they <laughs> they are driving on their motorcycles. They have. Space motorcycles. Yeah, they have space motorcycles that which fly. Which look so floppy flimsy. And they, they look fly. Like, yeah, they look like they're going to fall apart, and then all of a sudden they fucking fly. And then <laughs> and they, they got flying motorcycles, and yet they hide behind billboards and shit to try and elude the authorities. And the authorities, and they like put bushes on them. They put bushes on their flying motorcycles. They don't go fly them somewhere where they can't. Man. It's, I have never been so insulted. I'm insulted oh, it's, now. It's Watching it, it's so bad, guys. Jump on that Netflix and get ready for a night of garbage. But then again, <laughs> just yeah, just garbage. keep in mind this is from Paul. This ain't no Red Sonia. <laughs> but then again, Red Sonia looks Orwellian. That final season, looks genius. <laughs> I love that look. It God. looks fucking genius. It looks like something. It it, it it's 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 straight up. Uh, yeah, it's good. It like <laughs> all right. There you, you go, are, folks. It's, I'm sold. It's Citizen Kane. <laughs> like seriously, Red Sonia up against Battlestar '81. Citizen fucking Kane. Uh, Citizen Sonia. Well, it's 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 Galactica 1980 is the, yeah. is the one that you're talking about. Oh. But again, Buck Rogers that that final season where they're on the searcher and they're out in the middle of you know and trying, Hawks hanging and out Hawk. with him still and he looks so dumb and uh, he's got a bird head he looks like he, uh, somebody pooped on his head hey, what, what was the name of the big the, the robot that was always putting its hand oh, on its, its you, you've caught Kirsten medical look 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 just oh. yeah, take it easy like, oh, take it easy on Buck it. Rogers yeah, take it easy on Buck Rogers Princess Ardala triggered puberty from me <laughs> oh hey dude. No, but that's we're talking well, that's first season though don't dude yeah first season's great second season yeah. she's no, well it's your first season you never forget you never forget well what's her name You're... from buck rogers <laughs> what was her name aaron gray aaron gray oh dude. god aaron gray forget it little paul knew what was up with aaron gray <laughs> and so did you so yeah right i was like hello boing what i was i was probably five maybe well, that's just a testament to her power. Yeah, I'm five telling or, you. Five or six, she was, yeah, depending yeah, he, on when he, you saw it. I wanted me an Aaron Gray. Yeah, little little Paul <laughs> staring at the TV screen. Oh, she was beautiful. I that. She was beautiful. <laughs> got her the hair, figure her hair was so perfect. We got a, a perfect hair. Damn. He's a monster flying around. <laughs> is, is that a moth? That's no, a moth. That's something else. No, that's a moth. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like a moth Don't comes panic. to Sorry. the flame. <laughs> any day, any hour, like a bee needs a flower, like a light in a smoky mountain range. And if you need me, call my name. And like a moth comes to the flame. Okay, I got it yeah, two you, weeks in a row. Yeah, you Roger did. Roger Whitaker. Wow. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we are now on track for becoming the number one Roger yes. Whitaker podcast. Yes, we are. We'll get there. <laughs> oh, is there is there another one? Here's some news. Um, <laughs> director Duncan Jones is trying to squeeze in one more pet film project before the big screen World of Warcraft adaptation. Mute is the name. It's an homage to one of Jones' favorite films, Ridley Scott's 1982 masterwork Blade Runner, and based on a hard-boiled graphic novel he's been tinkering with for years with Dark Horse Comics. 
Co-written by writing partner Mike Johnson. Uh, Mute takes place in a futuristic Berlin, Germany, and centers around the mysterious uh, abduction of a mute bartender during his search for a missing girlfriend. Uh, Jones is the son of rock and roll legend David Bowie, has enjoyed a rising reputation as a serious filmmaker after the enormous, enormous success of critical acclaim of the movie Moon, and source code. I dig Moon. I got. St- I think I still got to buy that sometime. At, on Moon the, is amazing. Own, own it is pretty good. Movie. Yeah, it's really yep. good. Yeah. Well, Rockwell, dude. Sam so, Rockwell. So he's going right. back to that small sci-fi with mm. specific ideas. Good for him. So. I just love the whole what the fuck. You know, that first time he steps out and there he is on the, uh, what is it, the treadmill or something. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like walking by, staring at himself, and it's just like, yeah, okay, what's what's going on? Talk about show, don't tell. Yeah, right. Just a right. great script. Good movie. Really good movie. Did you see the posters for World of Warcraft that came out of Comic-Con? I did not. I really should because mm-hmm. I'm hearing it's cool. good. They look good. It looks like World of Warcraft. It's uh, it's not dark. Like it's ah. it's got the colors of World of Warcraft. Great. It looks so like World of Warcraft. It World of Gritcraft. I think he's making it World of Warcraft. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because that's a silly fucking universe. It is. So... It is. Not that I can't speak with any authority on Warcraft whatsoever. I know nothing about Warcraft. I have to ask Barry next time he comes to town. Oh, so how's 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 Warcraft? So in 2020, (laughs) (laughs) episode 500, when Green Lantern comes out. Yeah. Oh, you see it? Oh, oh, no, he did a pretty good job. Oh, oh. Just shut up. Just shut up. Watch it. Just shut up and watch it. Oh. <laughs> well, why don't you play it? Why don't you play it? You know, uh, it was better like eight updates ago. Uh, uh, $14 a month. $14 a month. Uh, g- give me a break. Uh, here, oh, my oh, hair. Here, here's, here's my balls as well. Why don't you just take it all? Oh, my hair. Oh. 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 Oh, I'm bear up. Oh. Stay down. <laughs> The puppet-focused murder movie, the The whom the Muppet, uh, sorry, puppet-focused murder movie, the Happy Time Murders, looks like it might make it in front of the camera. Uh, The relatively new studio, STX Entertainment, has partnered with Jim Henson Company on the project and put it into active development. Really, the script is a blacklist selection. That's a list of some of the best scripts in Hollywood that are unproduced. Yeah. And would-be director Brian Henson has been trying to get it made for years. Oh, wow. But this being an adult-focused puppet-slash-human-murder mystery has been the easiest pitch. Sure. Uh, The film is set in a world where puppets and humans coexist. The cast of a 1980s children program is being picked off by a mysterious killer. The plot teams up an alcoholic ex-cop puppet with his former human partner to solve the crime. So it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. But just meaner. Tonally falls somewhere around L.A. Confidential and Avenue Q. Yep. So, and so, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's been bouncing around for years. Yes, it I has. mean at least a decade. Well, that's exciting. I that's like cool. puppets. I, ho- I hope it does get made. Did you it, see it's an interesting premise? Well, yeah. here's a place to tie in the Iwata sadness. Okay. Did you see the uh, E3 uh, Nintendo stuff? Yes, that was amazing. When they so those were Henson puppets. So the Henson Company actually made puppets of Satoru Iwata. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto and Reggie Fisami, the three heads of Nintendo, basically. Satoru Iwata, very sadly, just suddenly this weekend, passed away from complications from a bile duct, a bile duct tumor. 
that wow. he'd been battling for a long time. Can you? I mean, like, what a terrible way to go. Yeah, fifty-five years old. Uh, he's a young man. He had, and he was at E3. You know what I mean? Like he was, just was at E3 two weeks no, ago. No, he missed it. Yeah. Oh, they, did he miss it no, this time? Yeah, they filmed that thing for. Him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So really sad. Um, it, I was apparently it was very difficult to operate on, so they weren't able to. Yeah, I guess that's do much it. With him. Yep. He's the president, and CEO of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. What thirty years? He worked for Nintendo. Yes, he started eight, off in '83. Yep. With well, with Hal Laboratories. Hal Laboratories, which was his little. Uh, College buddies, basically, they all got together. The guys he came up with. Right. If you remember the Nintendo game Bloon Fight, yep, he was part of that. One of his first projects. The lovingly remembered Earthbound was mm-hmm. his. Mm-hmm. He had he worked on that one, and and he worked on, of course, Smash Brothers. Sure, and biggest, Pokemon, Pokemon uh, Gold. Uh, yeah, um, for Game Boy Color. That's uh, Pokemon amazing. Stadium. Mm-hmm. They named Hal after the 2001 robot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what that that's where that came from. What else? What else did he work on? You got a uh, list of his let's games. See, yeah, he. Uh, let's see. He also did. Uh, he well, of course, he after the GameCube, he revitalized Nintendo. Pretty much, the Wii U was under his. The Wii. Both of them, the Wii and the Wii U. The was Wii under and his the watch. Wii U. The Wii U has not been as successful. Sure. And uh, the uh, 3DS. Yes, which is. I didn't realize the GameCube was not a huge seller for them. No. It wasn't. No. I didn't know that until I was reading that article. With no, the and Wii, he contributed to Mario, uh, Zelda, Animal Crossing. And this is kind of where Nintendo's at now. They go, it's GameCube was a dip. Peaks and valleys. Yeah, GameCube was a dip. Wii is unbelievable. Wii U is down. But all that time, they got a lot of evergreen titles, and their handheld stuff is still pretty great. I think if they had released the Wii U instead of the the original Wii... It would have been a different story because well, I mean they had the hardware that is in the Wii U was available when the Wii was launched. Uh, so yeah. I mean they were capable of putting sure, out a high but definition not, system. But at the time when that came out, not at a price point that could have been yeah, attainable. They, they beat everybody to the punch on this latest no, generation of it, consoles, but I think it's cost them. I mean, you know, proof will be in the pudding. The Wii, the, the Wii, Wii U has some great games on it, right? But not enough to. Uh, and the Wii and the 3DS has been such a success that. Yes, yeah, they can ride they're on still that riding on that from back. Well, yep. the Wii was launched at a profit. Yes, yes. They they went with last gen technology at that time. It's sure. way last gen now because rather than take the Microsoft and Sony route and taking a loss for the initial couple of years on the console, they chose to launch the Wii profitable and then work from there. Sure. So. I think if they had taken the other route, they might it might have been a different story with the Wii. Sure, never know. I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll never but, know. But but, uh, but going back to what that's amazing. He worked over half his life with Nintendo. Yeah, and he just loved video games. And, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, he even said himself, he's like, he's like, you can call me president, you can call me whatever. He's like, but at my heart, I'm a gamer. And what is really impressive are the decisions that he made as a CEO keeping employees employed rather than cutting drastically like we have seen here in the States time and again to make shareholders happy for a, you know, looking for a quarter's profits. You know, let's make this quarter really great by firing hundreds of people. Right, And he's still the American way. Right. He's holding on to these, these employees and it's, he had a wonderful statement. He's like cutting edge games that, have inspiring gameplay that in that that transcend and make gamers 
you know, believe again, are not going to be produced by employees who have a fear of being laid off in the next six months. There's well, not only and he's, exactly, he's exactly right. And that that holds true for just the game industry in general in the States. I got friends in that industry. Mm. It is hard. Yes. It's nearly as tough as being an actor. You jump from job to job. Yeah. Your 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 work is never secure. You're you're working twelve and plus in many hours cases, a day. Your, yep. your work is never done. You're a like, hired gun. You're a self promoter. Yeah, it's very work to death. Long yep. hours. Can no be breaks. Very, very t- tough. So and I mean and he lived that life too. He worked his ass off doing those long crunches and things like that. But very very sad. Wonderful creative individual. A real loss. Well, I thought it was really telling that he is the first president of nintendo that was not a member of the the founding family the uh, right the yamauchis yamauchis yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah what a, a huge loss mm-hmm. very sad r.i.p iwata supernatural creator eric kripke has been developing the new comic book series jacked previously titled amped he's hatching plans to translate the franchise to television Story follows a regular guy who gets a lot more than he bargained for after purchasing and taking a, quote, smart pill. The first issue of the comic, published by Vertigo, is set to hit the shelves in November. The lawsuit uh, from Limitless, Limitless is yeah. following in December. Uh, Kripke what? stated, quote, For a long time, I wanted to tell a brutally, embarrassingly realistic superhero story where the hero isn't a square-jawed dude, but a neurotic with a gut and an af- acid reflex. So, acid reflux. Reflex. Reflex. New power. power, The acid reflux is a total (laughs) fighting in the big game. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so it made sense. Lonely child waiting in the park. Uh Yeah, that's the one. It's a lonely child waiting in the park. Is that what it is? Waiting by the park. Waiting. Waiting in the park. In the park. Yeah. For you, Mr. Pedophile. Lonely child waiting in the park. (laughs) I know. Ominous, isn't it? Ominous ain't a word. (laughs) I think she's waiting in the park. Right? Okay, whatever. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna make me look up the lyrics. No, 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 no. Get the wallet. Quote. So it made sense to tell that story in the medium that inspired it, comic books. I also wanted to make it into a television series, but the comic gives me the perfect lab to explore the characters. Excuse me while I speak out of one side of my mouth and then switch directly over to the other. Blah 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 blah. Dum dum. Who is this person? Is the guy behind 10 seasons of Supernatural. Get out of here. Yeah, I was waiting for you to express some contempt. Well, I mean, just get out of here. I don't even care. Do your thing. People love Supernatural. Whatever. That's why I think this is just going to happen. Yeah, sure. People love Supernatural. Yeah. So his next series will be greenlit. All Supernatural is 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 X-Files starring two mini uh, Thors. Chris Hemsworth's. Yeah. It's just X Files, except with too many Chris Hemsworths. With with, with more sex appeal for yeah, the it. ladies. Yeah, that's or it. Guy, or some guy. Easy. Or yeah, anyone, anyone. Yeah. Who wouldn't? Hello. Somewhere Deb is yelling at you. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Yell away. Scream in the night. No one hears. <laughs> wow. Wow. And you know what? This that, is for a thousand supernatural fans. So this will out. continue next week. Man. What? We got more still? Oh, we got a page and a half. Why are you stopping? Because I want to make sure this has an end. <laughs> we we run into that before. <laughs> oh, where it stops and where yeah, where it just ends for us. Oh, because we're we're almost at the two hour mark right here. Okay, well, 
So just enough time to say our goodbyes. And thank you for listening to Geek Shock. Thank you for your e- writing your emails and participating in our games and giving us the nice reviews on the iTunes. Yeah, Geek Shock so, XL. Thanks, guys. Uh, doing great numbers on the downloads. Keep uh, spreading the word. And uh, Scoops, uh, who are crossing over as Shock Monkeys, welcome. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. The interactivity has been really uh It's really picking fantastic. up, baby. It's picking up. I love it. Thanks, guys. I know we don't... I, I mean, I can speak for myself. I know I don't personally get back to a lot of the tweets, but I do read them sometimes. Do you uh, favorite a bunch of them at least? I just don't get a chance. If, oh, if, boy. If you're not, I am, actually. Okay. So good. I'm going on there, too. Good, good, so. good. So, yeah, and then responding to a few of them. So that's so. why sometimes I don't. you don't get a response from me for a few days. Right. So. Now that's, so if you go to the, the 80s Jeff Twitter page, that's where the crickets live. But... Right. <laughs> You can get it, Torgo or me. Or what are you on face on uh, Twitter, Torgo? Twitter, at Master Torgo. At Master yeah. Torgo. There you go. And uh, you can always get me, of course, at the famous poll. Indeed. I'll have to turn on the notifications for mine. I've never paid attention. <laughs> are you on Twitter? I am uh, at Warrior Cosmic. I've just never ever done it. I just <laughs> I put it up. Do you have the started. app on there? Yeah, yeah. Well, just bring it up and go to your notifications. See what you got. Yeah. It'll tell you if you got anything. Oh well, no! I mean, turn on notifications in terms of probably it comes a lot up of tweets to watch. Just Audio. check it once in a while. <laughs> I haven't, and I haven't followed Ugly Couch or anything. Well, so. good. We don't need any uh, fucking support. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, uh, Jeez. I, 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 shit. I never tried the Twitter. No, I've never tried the Twitter. I hate the Twitters. I've never tried the Twitter. That tells you all you need to know. A hundred photo characters is nothing. Oh, please. What it's can you more... possibly express? Dude, if Welcome you... to the Old Man Geek Show. Oh, like yes. <laughs> Nerds of the cave. Nerg. <laughs> I want to talk to my nerds face to face. We are not. Uh, we're not doing the uh, fact check, Andy pterodactyl hour. <laughs> <laughs> not quite there yet. So obviously, there is more Comic Con news. We will get it next week when we have Andy back on the couch as well. Yeah, because he can yeah. actually contribute. To yeah, the, it'll be it'll be uh, great. Having it'll been be... the only one of us that attended, you'll get a ton of slurred, barely audible recountings <laughs> of. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the varied ways that he sucked off <laughs> Professor Biggs. <laughs> Spoken through the stroke wallet. <laughs> um, but until then, next week, it, yeah. next week, ask Mumra. Yes, we are definitely going to have some Ask Mumra. We gave you a big, meaty episode this week. Yep. Next week, Ask Mumra. It's happening. Thank you for continuing. To send. We've got a lot of questions we've loaded got, up. We've got questions, and feel free to add more. Yes. And don't forget, hashtag Marvel Meals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, at Ugly Couch Show. Give us some character specific Denny's recipes <laughs> that you'd like to see. Right. And then if, you know, <laughs> Twitter isn't has not have enough characters, you can use the Facebook and the email. But oh, yes, yeah. Twitter's where you want. Twitter's. You bring yeah. it on to Twitter's. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And uh, we'll see you next week. Well, we will enjoy your thing sauce. Is that? Yeah. No, we won't enjoy no, theirs. <laughs> I, nobody's. In, what? Everybody liked this so far. <laughs> I ain't getting any complaints. <laughs> I, I, everybody liked it. It's in all the omelets. So, you know. Well, it, it's well, that's part of the glaze, right? Call it what you want, man. <laughs> It's it's the clear, <laughs> the clear citrus sauce that's on the, the pancake. Drizzle, drizzle, yeah, sorry, I drizzled the clear citrus. I'm drizzle. the drizzle. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Carlos who, who the Drizzle. Is the drizzle? <laughs> who is the Drizzle? <laughs> what was this about Aqua Teens? What was the Aqua Teen news? I can't figure I, I it know out. It's ending. Yeah, but I can't. Oh, but I can't. Ugh. I need those last DVDs, man. I, it's killing me. I know there's more seasons that have not come to DVD right. yet. I think. I'm pretty sure. I yeah. want them on DVD so bad. I haven't watched that. I love Aqua Teen. Yeah. Just fucking love it. <laughs>